Welcome to The Action Shelf, the podcast that celebrates the glory of B-Action movies. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Oh, Lisman. Oh, man. Yes. Well, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I, I want to say it feels good to be back in the Old West because you and I love Western so much. It has been quite a while. I think The Shooter was the, the last and I think the only Western we've done. Yeah, this is on only this the podcast. second Western movie we've covered. Um, huh. And yeah. uh, not the it shooter. It is surprising. Yeah, I know because we we do love them. Um, yeah. Uh, the shooter wasn't very good, but it looks a lot <laughs> hey, better. Neither was this. I was gonna say though, it looks a lot better this week. Um, yeah. The shooter yeah. was because uh, this comparatively. Week, this week we're talking once upon a time in Deadwood, from writer mm. director auteur, if you will, Rene yeah. Perez. Starring he one, does it all. He does it all. Starring the eerily similar-looking uh, Robert Bronzy <laughs> and famed Ro- Charles Bronson impersonator. So you know what that means. <laughs> we had to bring him back. We had. <laughs> I, we I had to. A man it's, who it's, I think it's what is the still our friend. Foretold. I think he's still our friend after we've made him watch two Bronzy Perez joints. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Brendan Jones is back with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is a little resentment on my side. <laughs> um, there was there, were, you know, undeniable curiosity of the first go round of like because I was I was aware of Renee Perez just in the mm-hmm. periphery before I we did the first one, and um, Bronzy was someone you had actually told me about, uh, or I think I'd seen stills or something. I was like, wow, there's a guy who looks a lot like our, our old pal Chuck uh, Bronson. Yeah, but but. Oh, they're terrible movies. They're terrible, terrible movies that I don't ever need to revisit. But I didn't see the shooters that you guys are talking about, or the what is it? The, the shooter. shooter. The shooter. The shooter. But I like the shooters. That was the shooters. A, is a the shooters is a is a different film, and and, and that's yeah. a great actual, film. Yeah, it's an actual uh, movie. Yeah. Um, um, no, that was a Michael but... Dudikoff joint. Uh, the, <laughs> yes, the, the shooter. The shooter. Yeah. Yeah. The shooter. Uh, but but this keeps the uh the the thing alive of renee perez who i will say can compose a shot and is a decent digital photographer a digital cinematographer yes like there's there's some and of course as we said before the guy has some sweet locations (laughs) oh my god i mean i was like i know these locations i've seen all of this before yeah yeah because uh, um, he, he's back on his land. Uh, but when you say auteur, that is nice where you can actually pin the faults of everything on one guy. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I bet the craft service on this movie sucked. And I bet he was responsible <laughs> for that, too. Probably. Yeah. He, 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 story, dialogue, um, direction, basically every other thing other than 
you know, using a camera, uh, <laughs> editing. He's a bad. he's awful at he's awful mm-hmm. at all of this. Yeah, and even I'll say the, yeah. the the thing I was noticing about yes, it's all competent cinematography uh, in terms of framing because uh, uh, oh Jesus color palette. Um, but uh, yes, uh, <laughs> oh my God, the color palette was atrocious in this film. Holy crap! And also, just you, very- you didn't like that kind of quasi burnished, washed out. <laughs> occasionally sepia because that's the old west that's what it says there, to me there were people who i couldn't tell that they had a mustache because they were so washed <laughs> out that it just looked like their mouth was missing on i mean face. this was, it, it yeah, was especially ridiculous. in the snow scenes where you're yeah. like, wow everyone has natural camouflage because everyone is just just it could be a rock formation well, it's the same oh no it's moving it's, it's moving. the same okay. color palette and filters we saw in death kiss that was a similarly washed out movie and it's, I, I i think i and i think i said this on that one but it, it's 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 very much proving to me here that he is just going into adobe premiere or whatever software he's yeah. using and applying a filter to the whole movie and he's not adjusting yeah. by shot or anything he just applies that blue gritty zack snydery filter but yeah not implemented in any kind of artistic way it's just like click click whole movie apply we're done <laughs> That's I'm a color correction. It, it has I'm assuming to be. it's it, he does that to hide the fact that there's nobody on set who's sort of <laughs> responsible for making because he's the one on yeah, set being responsible I, well, for proper lighting. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I may have mentioned. I don't know what I've ranted about on the show before, but here's the thing that's in the extremely low budget. And listen, you and I have have skirted this world uh, of being yeah. around low to no budget films. Uh, mm. And and I and mm. I ran into this a lot with people, and and this is this is one of the problems with the rise in the power of digital uh, cameras and things like that. Is I, I would hear a lot of people go, "It's great, we can shoot the movie flat, just not worry about the color at all, and then we can just change it all in editing." I'm going, "Oh, yeah. that's terrible, and also yeah. lazy and not artistic." And I would always just go, "That it's is the antithesis." So much work later on. It's literally just eh. We'll fix it later. Yeah, it it's is sort of going like, we'll fix it in post. I mean, I've, I've literally heard guys like, go, yeah. now with these new 8K cameras, I don't even have to put it in focus because I can focus on, <laughs> and I'm going like, well, Jesus Christ. I mean, are we even trying to make art here? Like, this is the antithesis of everything I wanted to make movies to do. I like playing around with the camera. I like seeing through the camera what it's going to look like and then adjust yeah, but- from there. But think about this, John. What mm-hmm. if you just taped a camera to a skateboard and then rolled it and then go and, like, have a meal or something while it's rolling down a hill? <laughs> well, well, how about or, it just films itself? Or you take a Why GoPro. Why don't you just glue a camera to uh, the end of a pistol? Yep. Ooh. And uh, just, just what I, I was there about were a couple, to say. I will say that uh, I didn't think I was going to make it out of that level. <laughs> At the end of the movie, yeah. I was like going, oh, yeah. God, oh. I got to go back. I'm glad I've got another life. Oh, I respawned. Oh, yeah, boy. That, that bit felt like a Sergio Leone tr- attempt at well, that, okay. uh, some of the shots. That was the point I was going to bring up about the framing before this all started a second ago, which is the yeah. framing is all basically competent, but it's never yeah. interesting. And those are the only moments no. when he tries to do something, but it's very clumsy and dumb. Well, yeah. also, he, as a director, and we haven't even talked about what this movie is but as a director one is thing he does thing to talk about? there really isn't there there's <laughs> no story but it has a big old twist or two 
Um, yes. The, the thing is, he he doesn't as a director. He it's not just storytelling as in did he come up with a good plot. It's mm-hmm. also storytelling yeah. in how he filmed it right. because what he is just framing like this is a badass shot of a guy right. fanning the pistol and shooting, but he's not tying the shots together where you have no sense of where anyone is. Nope. Or oh. if you watch a good shootout scene in any other Western, any other Western, you, the director always makes a point of, you kind of have an idea of an overview of yes. he better not get too confident standing right there because we, the audience know there's a guy coming around the other side. He doesn't tie these together. So it's sort of like, I don't know. Is he close? Is he far away? This, how how good a shot is he? This we is, don't yeah, know. This is the this biggest is something problem. we run into all the time. And this on this, this show. movie is a glaring so, example of this, and I've talked about it before, which yeah. is how important the geography of an action sequence is. Yeah, yep, yep, it is, yep. It is everything. Yeah. You really need to establish space. Otherwise, as you're saying, Brendan, there's no tension. There's no anything right. to it. It's, no it's nonsense. It, it's all just magic where it's like, oh, I guess he missed. <laughs> There's also the the sequence where the girl is like bait and she's whispering to Bronzy. Oh yeah. But, and where is he? But he's maybe uh, cuz he has a rifle off in the distance looking at her through it. So yeah. he's stage whispering. <laughs> uh maybe like I don't know 400 like feet, like maybe I don't know the football's field football field's worth of distance. Yeah. Like this movie we, has we, no we don't, we don't know where he is. And and no. if and plus also that plan the bait plan is totally stupid yeah, i mean it's yeah, just yeah. totally stupid simply because uh <laughs> he's just like it, take off your shirt yeah. do it he he knows they're already aware that there's a female i mean so in words, it's like yeah. they're already interested and that's yeah. not going to make them more interested yeah I don't and know. the fact that he seems to be come on my get your tits out. he's literally three feet away behind a boulder <laughs> uh, i was like going how is that a trap that scene across the board i mean just the the thing the thing that now having seen two of these that really does scream uh about these renee perez movies is it is just i'm gonna call up these people i know and we're gonna go shoot a movie this week it it reminds me a lot of that's exactly how we used to make stuff in high school lisman where it was like let's just get together and make a movie this weekend you know it's exactly feeling uh, to like deadly prey uh, yeah or deadliest prey a little bit but uh, yeah, but i, I was more charmed that. by the deadliest prey than this yeah and yes. i can't explain yeah. why exactly it's not like it was that much better but there was well, just something about it that was a little bit more like ah oh, sincere or something. i mean obviously, obviously all of these movies that we watch are bad in different ways mm-hmm. there there's definitely a lot of overlapping uh, uh stuff here but yep. renee perez corners himself in the market of bad filmmaking yes. and in a lot of interesting ways actually one um, thing that i i after i endured this one um <laughs> the thing that that really struck me is i and i i'm you know the reason i i love appearing on things like this and talking about these movies is i do love bad movies mm-hmm, and i yeah. do i you know trash and and fine art to me all the same there's right. enjoyment to be had but yeah. The thing that is the, for me, the unforgivable sin, I don't mind bad writing. I don't mind bad acting. I don't mind bad directing. In fact, some of them, I, I want to be even worse because, the, but the the unforgivable sin is boredom. Yeah. And this yeah. movie at 85 minutes or whatever it is, mm-hmm. is so boring. 
there it is, really is. I mean, all the slow-mo and all the repetitive gunshot scenes when there are any, because you know, we're, we're really barely calling this an action movie. There's like a couple of scenes and then there's a lot and just nothing. There's a lot yeah, of I mean, nothing it, and it, horse it, riding. And when you talk and, about the, the boredom factor, that's what I was saying to somebody. I'm like, even the action scenes are boring. Like, yeah. it, like there's no, no at no point is there any energy in this thing. No, uh, it is so. Nope. And yeah, my God. I mean, he did. The action scenes were shot similarly in Death Kiss, but it feels like it's mm -hmm. just more here. It's more slow-mo. It's sure. more shooting and missing. The amount of shots taken and missed in this movie, and it's not like, because we see that a lot in action movies, but it's not like guys with machine guns spraying bullets nope. or whatever. It's like t making a point of aiming, and they zoom in, and yes. they pull it, and then the gun misses. And you're like, why did you build up the drama of that guy lining up his shot if he's not going to hit anything also nobody hides behind cover in no. this movie like not there's no time. strategy <laughs> yeah. involved in any of the mm -hmm. gunfights there's it no outsmarting just about, your opponents it's just about posing and that yeah. was yes. it he was yeah. like framing these shots as like hero shots and yeah. everyone's getting a hero shot but you're like going well this is stupid gunplay there's just, just dumb you're standing yeah. in the middle of the street unless you have one enemy right in front of you or yeah. escaping and there's no one behind you then maybe stand in the middle of the street also yeah. i do love the fact when he said it's like him calling up his friends and going let's go shoot a movie this weekend i love these movies where it's especially at the very beginning of this thing it's a town under siege and it's literally five people <laughs> yeah there's yeah. literally five people that's bad guys good guy and two women uh who can't get fine cover and i'm like yeah. <laughs> i love the bit where the the this the woman who is sadly lost to us at the beginning of the movie yeah um she Dude. turns the corner while while the shootout's Gun going on happen, yeah and and we saw her try to get into a place and she couldn't she turns a corner and she crouches outside of a, a building that doesn't even have a door it has a blanket hung over the doorway but mm -hmm. she crouches down in front of that blanket still out on the street basically on the sidewalk uh why didn't she go inside the building uh the blanket was locked <laughs> <laughs> She's like oh i need a hairpin i can pick the lock on this blanket. yeah i mean no! this, this whole this whole opening sequence which is these bandits you know massacring this town and bronzy trying to defend it I mean, mm -hmm. we get no context for any of this, but it, it will nope. be his tragic backstory throughout the movie is that he it is my failed favorite to part save this town the, or failed to... My favorite to... part of this sequence is that it has nothing to do with the main plot of the movie. Right. It like it just bookends the film. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I, I, and it, has no real association. Yeah, once again... It, it, and no dialogue. Uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> aside from some very clumsily added background people going, Oh, oh no! Oh. Where's the sheriff? There's ADR. Yeah, it's not yeah. even. Oh, but God, you don't see anyone's mouth move. It's mm -hmm. like the nope. camera will will pan over and then we'll hear off the camera someone going, oh, get him, get him out of the way and they're shooting. And and it's like, was that one of the three townspeople that said that? It's not I don't clear. Know. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it's and it's because it's because like you see people rush by the camera and yeah, they're not their <sighs> mouths aren't moving, but yet they're being like, "Someone get the sheriff!" 
Yeah, someone uh, get the sheriff. Yeah. It's, so it's all... Bronzy's the sheriff. No, I is don't that think right? Bronzy's the. Sh I don't know what the deal is. He's not. Is there at least no he's sheriff? Not, he's not wearing a badge, so I don't. know. I guess it's true. I we just know. know that he's a colonel. That is the that only is information his, we well, have he, about him. Listen, he is a man with no name. Mmm, familiar. Yeah. Well, he is a man with a title. Yeah. <laughs> Less the exciting. Colonel. Robert Bronzy is the man with a title. I, uh, I mean, whatever this uh, uh, this this old West set is, it's decent. But again, they only had yeah. three people to run around in it. He I knew just somebody. Think it was hilarious where, yeah, he knew somebody who had an old West town. You know, like right. right. I mean, that's the and thing. where it's, it's built cracked me up because you know there are ways you can kind of disguise the fakeness of something. Mm -hmm. But and I'm not an expert on the old West, but I'm pretty sure not many towns sprung up in the middle of a quarry. Yeah, not not a lot of quarry towns is what you're saying, Brandon. As far as I know, and uh, <laughs> I'm ready to for the uh, the experts out there to start uh, correcting me, going actually quarries were quite popular for building towns in. Uh, you just don't know your your history. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, when we get seems to like Deadwood, if it rains a lot, it would just flood. In that. <laughs> yeah, there's that. That's yeah. my well. That's so, my know, question about when we're talking pieces. about the color palette. There are certain colors I associate with the Western genre, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. And this movie has none of them. <laughs> like, there is no, there are no oranges or browns or anything like that that I would expect. Yellows, that kind of dusty vibe. There's also very few, like, vast landscapes. Oh, no. Not a one. Imagery. They never used um, any kind of wide angle lens for any shot in this movie. A lot of very tight in not, shot and angles. Not true. Um, I, I, when I said that the scenery, there are some very nice shots of like just like the the conifer trees and the and the the mountain behind it, and you know it is other than the fact that they go to Deadwood, which we know is in North Dakota. Yes. Uh, thanks to history well, and HBO. And I was gonna say, that's, um, and one thing is, I know it was a real historical place, but like, boy, it better be fucking good if you're making a thing that's set in Deadwood, because one of the greatest pieces of Western, you know, storytelling ever do you is think about Deadwood. Renee Perez was only aware of Deadwood existing, and they're like, I, I mean, I know that exists. I guess I'll, I guess that's where this <laughs> movie will take place. Yeah, could be. Yeah. I was really surprised. Well, Google nothing. It, you know? Well, and nothing. A second Western. Nothing town. about this matters that it's Deadwood. It's not playing on anything to do with the real Deadwood beyond one well, character name. You one know. character name, and I was really surprised because I mean, Deadwood itself also did not strictly just hinge on that. I mean, the, the TV series decided to focus on the the whole Seth Bullock uh, and Al Swearengen era. Yeah. And it yeah. starts with Wild Bill, Wild Bill Hickok and all that. But so that's important in the history of Deadwood. But yeah. I was mm -hmm. shocked. I just thought they were going to use Deadwood as a location. It was a famous Western location mm -hmm. as far as yeah. these things. But when you actually have Michael Paré show up and just they're like calling him swearing and you're like going, oh, dude. <laughs> It's going to invite comparisons, A, yeah. with an amazing television program and an amazing actor. Yeah. It's also going to invite I mean, comparisons with history. Yeah. You'd yeah. be better off just coming up with a different villain name and, you know, uh, and just have it set in Deadwood. There were plenty sure. of sure. of uh, of uh, whorehouses. Uh, forgive the I language. Mean, shit. Bordellos and so forth. I mean, shit. Make him Powers Booth's character from Deadwood, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah, which uh, was... Uh, yeah. Is he made up? 
I can't. I think remember. he was based on someone real. But I mean, that, sh- that show did a lot of weaving of. Fact yes, and it fiction. did. It did very so, in other very words, well. It, by the way, just one message for this: don't watch this movie and go watch Deadwood on HBO because oh, it's amazing. Oh, watch all three seasons. Even when it gets bad, it's still great. And the movie, the movie I thought was very good. And the movie was great too. Wrapping some stuff up mm-hmm. gives you some closure. Big fan. Yeah, great, big fan. Great, great show. But yes. There is certainly something when Michael Pare comes on, they call him Swearing, and I'm like, hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That is one of the <laughs> finest performances I've ever seen on television by the great Ian McShane. And I will say, uh, Michael Pare, uh, by the way, welcome, Michael Pare, to the action shelf. I can't believe it's taken us this You long. guys haven't had a Pare? We haven't covered Pare yet, no. Uh, th- I don't think so, at least. Uh, Not that I can remember. No, I think we would uh you know he was a guy who had a run at stardom in the 80s and well now he's in Rene perez movies because this is one of many movies he has made with mr perez i will say this about him here yeah um he has nothing to be ashamed of here except for that he's in this movie yeah but his work is okay yeah he's and he's actually one of the better actors because Sure. This cast well, is obviously. pretty terrible. I mean, the bar is very low, but Very, yes. very low. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, look, but also, I, I and both... this is unfair. Yeah. Go for I it. I was going to say that I, I kind of expected, because his career has gone towards the the work of Rene Perez, I was like going, he's got to walk in looking like he's hung over or strung out or something, and it's going to be embarrassing. No, he's, he's solid. I mean, he yeah. showed up. He did his one afternoon of work because there's no way oh yeah his scenes total about six minutes of film time I, and I, i'm gonna guess that's how he is in all of these movies probably because he's be the yeah. only person who could command any kind of paycheck i'm guessing in a renee perez yeah. movie so they oh, they spend that does remind do what? you have a, a a cost for this film i do oh, not yeah, i do not because there is uh, no information about this movie i have absolutely no there's no trivia. There's no facts. Mm. There's no technical specifications on the IMDb for this. It is devo- – this movie, for all intents and purposes, doesn't exist. I mean, Rene Perez <laughs> – we always talk about the action shelf as, like, this alternate Hollywood listman. Rene Perez yeah. is, I think, even outside of that. It seems like it, yeah. And like, yet has a notoriety because, like I'm saying, I had not watched any of his films – and yet, just through my love of obscure stuff, uh, you know, his name rang a bell. I remember, yeah. I think the first thing was uh, around the time of, of all the uh, We Want to Be Fables, you know? Mm. So you had your Once Upon a Time oh, God, and your yeah. Grimms yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. When that kind of stuff was coming out, I remember someone going, someone did a, a softcore Sleeping Beauty. And oh, and no. there was a trailer on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And it was a Rene Perez. He did a few things that were like, "Here's the Snow Queen, but you oh, see your no. boobs." Yeah. And I was like, it was Who "Called the hell Sleeping is with Beauty." Oh no, wait! Yeah. I think I see it here. You're talking Probably. about 2013's The Snow Queen. <laughs> well, that's one of them. But he did, yeah, he did. <laughs> that's other oh, that's that. one of them. I mean, the guy. I mean, that's the other thing too. You should talk about. The guy also churns out product, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I can and see his that. genres are he does westerns, he does post apocalyptic, 
kind of road warrior knockoff things. Yeah. He does slasher things, yep, mm-hmm. which actually kind of also kind of cross over the post apocalyptic. Well, and the western. And, he made a slasher western movie with Bronzy too, where like a mask killer is slaughtering. I'm guessing the same town set. Uh, no, 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 no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. Do you think they filmed two films over the same weekend? I wouldn't oh, be surprised. Yeah, let's just did. let's just knock them out while we're at it. I will say, looking yeah. through his movies, he has one out this year. I don't want to watch another Rene Perez movie, but I kind of want to see fair. Michael Pere in The Vampire and the Vigilante. Oh, oh no. yeah, yeah. A beautiful seductress lures unsuspecting victims to a ravenous vampire while a newly converted vampirist becomes entangled with a vigilante killer. Okay, oh, that, that does cool. sound like gobbledygook, but at the same yeah. time, I also kind of want to see it. I know that's yeah. sort of the thing with him. That's that's tough. Uh, I mean, oh, I also, I also kind of want to see his movie, The Punished, which is like almost which will be us when yeah. we watch that movie. <laughs> but it, it, I mean, it is so <laughs> near, it is so near legally actionable by Marvel. It's a Punisher movie. Um, that uh, that it's, it's well, yeah. It's, that's the whole thing. Is it, he's like a one man asylum where mm-hmm. it's kind of him going. Here's a thing that I can do a riff off of and mm-hmm. get close. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. those fantasy movies. It's the same thing. It's yeah. like I'll do a fairy tale movie because they're kind of hot right now. Only mine will be the low budget one where there's obligatory nudity. Uh, he, was, he did, was, he, uh, he did oh, make ahead. a Snake Eyes fan film, an actual G.I. Joe fan oh. film. Uh, that's okay. on there too. Oh yeah, I see. Oh, and I think it also has some topple scenes of Snake Eyes, right? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> you can't keep his top. The face is never shown because of the mask, but right. uh, but his chest is always. <laughs> and I see that came out around the same time as the Snake Eyes movie. I think he was. Uh, yeah, he does yep. kind of have his own mockbuster factory here. He does. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, uh, I do, do want to. A quick talk- question, John. Yes. Uh, before before we move on. I, I don't remember if we went over this with the first Bronzy film, yep. but was Bronzy's first movie a uh, Rene Perez film? Ooh, that's a good question. Was You're asking if Bronzy oh. is a Rene Perez discovery. Discovery, yeah. Yes, because I, I, I was curious, like, just the idea of, you know, I do look a lot like Charles Bronson. Maybe I should, <laughs> maybe I should just follow that uh, uh, and try and make as much of a career out of it as possible. Like he actually put, took out an ad in the Hollywood uh, Reporter. Yeah. Just like need a need a Bronson. Yeah, here I am. Either uh, that or Renee Perez is like, holy shit, that guy looks like Charles Bronson. Listen, hey, you want to be in a movie? His first four <laughs> films were written and directed by Renee Perez. In there fact, he doesn't seem to be. He's he's he had two movies out last year, and the aforementioned Exorcist: Vengeance, which we'll be watching for Spooktober later this year. Uh, that mm-hmm. came out this year, and so he's he's made four with uh, Perez, and now three without him. Okay, what it's so in it it's just so interesting that like it's such a weird career path of. Oh yeah. I mean, he really did. Cor- I mean, these movies are are shit and cost he, nothing, but yeah, like he does find an avenue of a modicum of success yeah. just through this very strange thing. I don't yeah. know. I, I find that very fascinating. Yeah. as a filmmaker. It's strange to think that you could have a career um, where you just kind of look like somebody. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. think. And, I can't think of anyone else beyond 
Bruce Lee is the only other example I can think of when they started yeah. hiring. Yeah, you know, all, all the various Bruce Lees Bruce with an Lee. I. Yeah, with, Bruce uh, Lee with an three I. E's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that kind of. That's the only other example I can think of of this where they were like trying to get lookalikes in type vehicles and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Listen, don't you wish you looked like a dead action icon? That you that could really Maybe. help your acting career. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. I think, I, you know, it's not it's not the the hand that I I was dealt. Don't you wish you looked like a dead guy? <laughs> then you could make get money off Just of saying, looking like, like if, a dead if, guy. Yeah, if Lisbon looked yeah, like, like, a, a, like a parasite. Yeah, if Lisbon looked like Steve McQueen, he could be making bullet knockoffs. And, oh you know, hell like, yeah. yeah! That'd be oh, great. Oh my god, that'd like be Steve great. Uh, well, I mean, if you look like Steve McQueen, that'd be pretty awesome. Anyway, the guy was famously very handsome. Um, yeah, my my uh, side gig has always been I get cast a lot as uh, an Ernest Borgnine type, <laughs> and uh, you know I own that for all those. I, uh, I am for the all poor the, man's Borgnine. You're talking about for all the Marty knockoffs they're doing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this time he's a sad plumber. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right we've talked very little about the movie itself let's uh well, but there's again, not there's much, not much movie here about. i'm not too worried about us spending a long time on this. i will say in addition to the what i was saying about my guess on the um blanket uh uh filter they put on it uh yeah. and, and we saw this from the la from the uh, death kiss as well oh the yeah. just pre-programmed after effects uh, muzzle flash, bullet hits, yep. and blood explosions. Like these and also are blood dripping down somebody's hand at one point. Yeah, is very clearly just a JPEG being stretched. No, and I think really these cool. are pre-programmed, <laughs> like uh, uh, you know, uh, already in the the thing because you they have those. Like if you go into After oh, Effects, yeah. they have just like the general bullet hits. But uh, and yeah. I think he's just using those where I'm going like, well, shit, I could go in and do that. I could just place that on top of a piece of film. Sure. It's this not, is another Rene Perez thing, though, because it, Death Kiss had the same uh, very clearly digital bullet hits. And you're yeah. like, oh, that's I you know, how much are squibs? I'll chip in. <laughs> I'll give you an extra 10, 15 bucks to actually buy a squib. Well, and also, come if, on. I, I have to imagine he's doing these after effect shots himself because. You can do convincing digital bullet hits, but you need digital artists who actually know how to do that. Yeah, um, yeah. There's but that would no require him to pay somebody yeah. for something. No, I I think he's know? just making these on his laptop. I really do. Yeah. Uh, I think yes. he is just churning these things out. Uh, and you do see when I was saying about his friends, you do see. I was looking at these other actors, like the like the the female lead of this movie, Karen Bronze. Mm. Uh, yeah, she, I looked her up on IMDb. She's in she, several she other. Is Perez movies. Yep. yep. I mean, he just seems to just go like, all right, making another one. He's got his repertory company. Um, what I loved about this is, and when we get into the plot here in a second, which is, again, there's yeah. not much to worry about. But yeah. but the whole thing is uh, we've got the colonel who is bronzy, and we're finally hearing his voice for the first time. And it's um, – I just kept thinking of the movie Garbo Talks, and it's <laughs> – <laughs> I love it. This the subtitle. This should have just been Bronzy Talks. Yeah. But um, so he's got the thick Slavic Eastern European accent. He is Hungarian. And then she shows up, and uh, she is. I mean, sure, okay, maybe he is an Im immigrant who was a colonel in the Civil War mm -hmm. for some reason. We yeah. could go mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. Then sure. she shows up, and um, she's a fine young American lady, yeah. uh, with a, a thick 
Eastern European Slavic. Well, not as thick, but she, it, she's trying her he, best. So it's, Bronzy is Hungarian. She is Swedish. Swedish. That's, well, she's a mix of things, according to IMDb. Yeah, because she's from, also from Latvia or something. Well, like she that. is Swedish and Latvian, but yeah. raised yeah. in Sweden, they said. Okay. But, so the but accent it, would be thoroughly Swedish. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think it she's just, of Swedish and Latvian parents, but seems like she is primarily Swedish. But also, as you say, Brandon clearly grew up in several places. So it's somewhat diluted, but still there. And still yeah, so they awkward. become our focal characters. We don't get to know much of anybody else. No. So it does feel for good stretches, even though we know it was shot in the U.S. by an American director. Yeah. Uh, it like seems film. like some weird Eastern European knockoff yeah. import because it's like, I will not help you. Please, you must help me. My family is, is like, well, I guess I'll help you with the thing with the. And you're like, what the hell, man? And yet I enjoyed it. What I enjoyed we, yeah. it for that reason what because we, it added yeah. some very surreal edge to what is I a mean, and, boring Western. You know, take boring. away the talent and the any kind of backing he had on it. And that's kind of how Sergio Leone made movies by casting, <laughs> you know, people from all well, that's over true. the place. That's true. Uh, you know, once again, though, the man was supremely talented, which helped a lot. Uh, and I will say that compared to Bronzy, um, I'm not saying she's great, but she's trying. Yeah. She she actually delivers different things, and she, mm -hmm. she has a couple of kind of good comedic takes. But uh, Bronzy, just like the last time, he is an a, a clone. Yeah. He's a, and an and, unfinished and, one at that. An yeah. unfinished clone. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and still extremely wooden unbelievable well, let me ask you this do you think he's better or worse with his own voice or did you prefer the dubbing I, actually i don't I think it the, makes any i don't, don't think it makes, it makes any, difference. any difference true yeah. but i would say i would lean towards his own voice because of nothing else it it actually does fit him i thought it was yeah. going to be funny like he he would have had a high squeak voice but instead <laughs> it is this it's like i know i i can't do this i won't help you with your i shoot the bad guys it yeah. at least looks like that voice would come out of that guy the other voice that was like i'm going to get you punks was yeah. like nah, i don't know he also maybe has eight lines of dialogue in this movie yes. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> they really we're giving people the wrong really impression strip that it, it down here there's a lot of talking and there really isn't no 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 they 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 take away the the dubbed voice but they also give him way less dialogue not that he had a ton in death kiss he but... he gets <clears throat> the last line of dialogue in the movie and at the end of it it was so mangled it took me a couple of seconds to figure out what he had said yeah i have it written down here what he does well yeah there. because i keep coming back to uh i you know, don't let the bad guys win, which of course is something they would have said in 1879. I don't yeah, let um, the bad guys win. Dot dot dot. Or leave is the last line of the movie. No, no, it's or live. Oh shit! Okay, then I misheard the it. Subtitle said leave. Oh, well, but it's YouTube. It, it but, is but that live. doesn't mean it's it's no. probably wrong. Man, it's like, I, I, uh, did. I, I don't went... let the bad guys win. Part I was like, I think I'm with you, and then he throws in this one other thing is a or and I was like, I'm sorry. Wow. And then I figured out it's or live. Both I and whoever yeah. wrote the subtitles misheard this. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a or part leave. where the subtitle couldn't understand what he was saying and just said, speaks in a foreign language. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> which is very good. It just said unintelligible. Um, there, there's, I mean, there is one line in there that I was like, I have no idea. I just gave up. I was like, I don't know. Man, I, I am I am curious to see going forward. Because here's the other thing. It's it's all, all these movies he's made are in a very short period of time. This is 2019. Death yeah. Kiss was 2018. And then we'll jump to a 2022 movie in October, listen. And I, oh, I, I just, I don't think he can get that much better in this shorter period of time. Uh, no. Uh, no so I, I, I expect we will see the same thing uh, come Spooktober on this show. So, um, yeah, anyway, yeah, we, we start with this opening sequence that shows him trying to save this town. And just right off the bat, I go, oh, man, we are in a Rene Perez exploitation movie. Because, number one, this bandit taking the time to grab a woman... <laughs> carry her up to the gallows and put a noose around her neck i was just like fuck curious he's so about the motivation yeah he's so determined to really murder this one woman did she do something to him specifically not clear it's yeah the way clear. they also, set is that Bronzy up from here uh, from this I town no that i do not know oh no we, we don't know. no oh, no like, i think i think there's an implication later that he's not the whole thing is he was hired. after the war he wandered and so he was a hard man to find. He must have ended up in that town. Maybe he is the sheriff. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but he did not save the day there, as Brent, we find out. Brennan, I kind of see him as a knight without armor in a savage land. Right? Oh, this dear. Is more how I see him. Uh. <laughs> Wire paladin. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, he, he has a gun in the accent and will travel. Yeah. Um, I can't so, know anything about the accent. Sorry. When, when the outlaw grabs the woman, who was one yeah. of the four townspeople, yeah. um, I thought, okay, well, really that took a hit when she died. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, that is a quarter just... of the population just left. <laughs> He's got a hostage, yeah. and it's like, don't come after me, yeah. or I'll kill her. Yeah. But then we right. see him take her upstairs, uh, up some wooden stairs outside of a building. This makes no sense. They didn't build gallows upstairs at the side of a three-story building. And then <laughs> yeah. why is there a prepared rope? Why is there? I mean, did they, they attack? Expecting? Did these guys attack during a public hanging? And they just, this is all <laughs> or oh, like shit. the day before. Yeah. Maybe that's or maybe it. they were, were going to be. Or maybe yeah. they were gonna get uh, hanged. Maybe know? so. You know what? We we have already put more thought into this than Rene Perez. <laughs> I know because then because then I'm like, well, what's this about? Because I thought she was his shield and his yeah. guarantee of escape. Yeah. No, he just has it out for her. He does. He he hangs this woman, and Bronzy's a a building away, and takes yeah. an aim and shoots, and um doesn't get her then the bad guy didn't you also Wait. think he was gonna shoot the rope that's what i thought yeah because oh yeah i mean the good the bad and the ugly that's yeah. that, that was literally the visual language i thought they were setting up yeah and no. it's all i mean it's a classic western thing or even going back to robin hood right you use the arrow yeah yes yep shoot yep. the thing mm -hmm. no instead but the, but the no. outlaw lets her hang and she's swinging there like her arms aren't bound her hands aren't bound so right, she's so doing she's... the thing of like i'm keeping from strangling by i'm grabbing the noose and she's swinging and then the bad guy just shoots her in the head well actually no they well, give bronzy time to come up and start to grab her and pull her off oh right and right then he's the trying to just get her off catches he, her in pulling the brain. Her off. he just put her on his shoulder and then yeah. just starts shooting at the bad guy i'm like 
okay, well that You're now, now she's just bullets. in the line of fire. And so that's yeah, I, yeah, it's like why wouldn't you take the extra three seconds to just get her out of the news? <laughs> yeah. Let her let drop to the ground. Or, it, she's already not. It. You don't even really have to cut it. She's already mostly out of it. If he just lifts her up, they could slide her right out of that noose. No, instead, yeah, the, and then the, she, and I was just like, oh, fuck, we just murdered a woman for no reason. We're in a I Perez joint. I love this bit, joint. too. The long-bearded outlaw who becomes the last guy in the movie to get ki killed because he is oh, the, oh. The, the lead outlaw of this is opening. This, by the way, is this the character known as Crud? Go with that. <laughs> I hope so. Because I don't think so. I think Crud's one of the Deadwood people. Well, it's it's well, because I'll tell you about it. It's, it's or tough. maybe it is it's, Crud. It's tough here. Because uh, you get uh, uh, these are these are who are credited as the outlaw character names: Gunman, Robber, Mort, Crud. Well, we know who Mort is. Uh, Crud, Outlaw, Jacob. <laughs> well, there's more than that. I mean, in the movie, there's more but, than but that. But I'm saying they may these, not are, be these named. are the these are the top uh, build ones. So <laughs> the guy we're talking about has to be one of those guys. Must be. But Must be. Um, it's not Mort though. Mort is the guy on the uh, on the fucking stagecoach, uh, stage yeah. right? Because yes. they make a point of oh. him, and that is some of the worst acting I've ever oh, seen. But anyway, this is a guy who uh, who his entire career is only in Rene Perez movies, of course. Yeah, I think yeah. he's probably like uh, the the guy he bought a car from, or someone's like, <laughs> "Yeah, you want to be in my movie?" And he's like, oh, "Okay, Woody, I'll knock a." Couple the guy's name, by that. the way, is Woody Clendenin. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. of Clendenman Motors. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> just off I-5 down by the Denny's. Um, uh-huh, yes. Uh, but but so my favorite thing is he's gotten off the, and, and Bronzy's trying to rescue a lady and shoot at them. Yeah. So yeah. guy gets down to the ground of the thing and he whistles yeah. for his uh, friend who's got the yeah. horse. Yeah. He, he does the sharp whistle mm -hmm. and the camera in one move shows us that the guy on the horse is uh, four feet away. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The whistle? <laughs> Not sure what that was about. <laughs> like, come or, get me. What? And the guy's like, I'm right, I'm right here. Yeah. I'm um, right, I'm right here. It's buddy. like the Anchor Man joke, yeah. right? When he calls the news team assemble and they're just how you doing, Ron? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so shaggy happen, bearded yeah. guy, possibly crud, gets up on the horse <laughs> and escapes uh while firing over back and shooting the lady in the head. The lady who thought she was getting out of the noose. Is yeah. now very dead. Uh, I know, and you're very, just going like, what dead. the fuck was the... Oh, Bronzy brought uh, the crud actor to his next movie, Escape from Death Block 13, which is not oh, a Rene God. Perez movie. Oh, jeez, and has the fucking audacity to be an hour and 44 minutes? Good luck. <laughs> How dare you? Who the hell wants to watch a Bronzy movie that long? I love <laughs> that this movie was under an hour and a half. It did still yeah. feel too long. Yeah, but I will boring. say, Lisman, yeah. if, if we were to do The Vigilante and the Vampire... That one takes us down to 75 minutes. Ooh. Oh, that's a <laughs> nice. that's a brisk walk. Man, these Hell yeah. these Perez movies are going to end up being like a like a 35 minute movie at some point. Uh <laughs> it's not a movie. Yeah. And it's mostly slow motion at that. That's point that's too. an unsold pilot is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh man, oh man. Okay, yeah. So, uh I guess this is meant to the the way I think Perez thinks this is going is this is the trauma that yes. Bronzy is carrying with him now is his failure. But we don't know we don't know any relationship that like we don't know if right. he has any relationship. This should have been his wife. They talk about his wife dying. That would have given some kind of gravitas or 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 Could he loved that have her been or his something. Wife? 
No, because they talk no, about his yeah, wife true. and family were massacred. Yeah, separately. yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Okay. I thought. They, and then, then he became then he an Indian this. fighter. Then he did this. This is after his time as an Indian fighter, <laughs> love, which is the best I flashback. Love that flashback. <laughs> This stupid little mess. Yeah, he's in a Native American outfit. There are no other people around him, but nope. he is an Indian fighter. He walks out of a teepee, he's got face paint on and like moccasins, yeah. and you're like, Well, he's an Indian fighter. Yeah, he he's walks got, out, grabs a rifle, and he's you're got like, the fringe. I guess vest he's off to fight. And a rifle. And oh, because I went, Is he fighting Indians or is he fighting for the Indians? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Either way it works. It uh, I yeah. love it. I love it. Why not both? Yeah. Why not both? <laughs> Why not both? Well, maybe it's a dance Why of the choose? thing, right? Yeah. Where he starts on the side of the of the Union or whatever the army, and mm -hmm. then he joins with the Native Americans, and then he went to this town where he failed to save a woman. Dude, this guy's life is something. Uh, I'll tell you that. But He's the, had the thing quite is, the is life. that you, as you say, we we get no background. I mean, nope. we we get dropped in later, but we don't have any idea of his relationship to that town look, that, to those outlaws to the woman who get dies and he doesn't sell anything no he's no. wood then well, but he's not grieving over that woman it's just no, like no. oh here's the thing oh. i mean the wooden thing is bad but you can do that i mean clint eastwood never had any backstory in those leone movies but they played it as that he was mysterious here they want to have it both ways he's both a mysterious guy and has a tragic backstory Right, that's right. the problem here. Whereas you almost but, like it's not a very good movie. <laughs> whoa! What? Whoa, Come whoa, on, whoa. husband! Shots Walk fired! Walk that back! Shots fired! <laughs> My God! Yeah, that uh, is a hot take. <laughs> so then we're introduced to Rene Perez, who is kid or not? Not Rene Perez. That's who directed it. Michael Paré. Mm -hmm. Tough because mm -hmm. they're similar names. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> we're introduced to Michael Paré. Have we ever seen both of them in the same room at the same time? Oh, Come to shit. think of it, we haven't. Um, <laughs> Rene Perez has no photographs on his uh, exactly. on his IMDb. Well, I really want to see what this guy looks like. No, I've seen pictures of him somewhere, and and the little girl in this movie is his daughter. Oh yeah, he works. Oh. He works oh, yes. his family in. Oh I yes. Think, by, often. The, by the way, did you yeah. see the name of his daughter? Is it something like Rene? No, no, it is Jadzia Perez. Oh, there you go. He's a nerd. Fucking nerd. His daughter is named after Jedzia Dax from Star Trek D Space Nine. But if you recall, mm. his other daughter was in Death Kiss. That daughter's name? Leia Perez. All right. Nerd. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Look, I love Star Wars and Star Throw Trek. Throw him into as... a locker. But Fuck here's the thing. Guy. As right. as as much of a nerd as I am, I'd never name my kids Leia and Jedzia. Holy shit. That is just brutal, man. Uh, I mean, definitely not Jadzia. Yeah, Leia is more Leia, of a name. Leia could be a Jadzia, you know. though. That's an yeah. alien fucking name. Come on. <laughs> you know what? I think middle names. If you want to say, you know, it's her name is something Jadzia Perez. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. But here's my. Are son, you saying Darth I Vader? should not? Yeah. <laughs> are you saying I should not name my son General Zod Jones? Is that yeah. what you're yeah. saying? Have you met Probably my boy? Not. Have you met my boy Worf? Uh, <laughs> anyway, I that came up in the credits, and I went, "Oh, Rene Perez." And then when I went you. back and looked at the IMDb for the last one, I don't think I clocked it the last time because, as you're saying, listen, yeah, Lay on its own didn't, but now in combination with Jadzia, I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh. It's, it's and he does clear. seem to. When is he gonna? He switches them off. He puts one in one movie, then the other in the next movie, and he seems to do that with his two daughters. 
It's whichever one he likes the most at the. At the <laughs> I think. I will say Jadzia, that sadly, you've been very good. You get to be in this. Oh, sadly, she's terrible. Is that what you're about to say? I was Brandon? about to say that. <laughs> now, now, God awful in this movie. She's now, a, I will say that this is a child. So, I mean, possibly she grows into a wonderful actor well, at some point. Also, it streams to me of she's a child and maybe dad is just like, you're going to be in my movie. Now put this costume on and stand like, there. Uh, you want to be the favorite one? Yeah. Do it. Okay. Like, it, it does strike me as like my dad, ugh, dad's, especially like when they get older, it's going to be like, dad's making another movie. Uh, uh, the, Dad, the, I'm going to college. I can't keep doing this. I have a life now. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna buy me as being this blonde lady's daughter, uh, sister. It's like, oh, oh, don't worry though. Matter. No, no, no. They they worked in a whole backstory about how she's half yeah. Mexican, and you know, yeah, it all works out, man. Perez, that's one of the big <laughs> twists. Hey, man, Perez yeah. always thinking. All right, he's always got set it. up and pay off. Oh, um. Gosh. So something. To, so Al Swearingen has kidnapped this blonde woman and this this little Mexican girl, and uh, he's just like, "Yeah, you're mine now. You're gonna be a whore, and you're gonna I don't know what the little girl's gonna do." He talks later about how he's gonna raise her as his own. His, the, the he thing threatens is, like, to adopt her. Yeah, and like lovingly <laughs> take. Care I swear of her. to God, I will raise this child. You don't push <laughs> as me as my own child. Yeah. God damn it! Don't, don't even you think push I, me. I, I, I will love and this, care this, for her. I, I swear I will. Swearingen in this is like very mannered and he's kind of like, uh, she's too young. And he's like, you know what? We could use a cleaning girl. Yeah. She'll be the cleaning girl. And then yeah. he's like, and you know, she's adorable. Maybe I'll adopt her. Due to his barren um, wife, just a, a quick drop of that. And you're like, what is it? Okay. Yeah, all right, thanks, uh, Al Swearingen. My fucking then, wife can't even have kids. Um, yeah, and this blonde in lady, the movie, right? <laughs> this what? no, no, we his, never, his we never see his wife. Movie. She's only oh, alluded no, no, no. to yeah, once no. there, and it's just one of those things where it's like you, you don't need any of that. Number one, no, you don't. And Swearingen uh, is in the movie so little, you almost don't need him at all. At some point, the we find out that the the young baddie is his younger brother no his or nephew, nephew because he comes oh, up his and, nephew. and we know this because it comes up and says hey nephew yeah i know i know like great but um so the this blonde lady who's trying to protect the young woman mm -hmm. uh she's like going i won't be your whore and he goes i didn't use that word i said hostess yeah you're the, he goes but it means the same yeah, I it, just it, didn't want to. It's what you we know, say in, in the little girl. He says it's what we say oh, yeah. in polite company. By the way, this is Lauren Compton playing sure. uh, this character. Uh, you mean the famous Lauren Compton? Uh, Abigail. Mm. I will say, she's in a lot of stuff. Now, I've yeah. never heard of or seen any of it, but she does work a lot. Well, good for Lauren Compton. She has nothing to do Perez. here. It's not all Renee Perez, but I think it's all you know, lower yes. tier. But. Yeah. Still, I mean, and then she does have like, uh, she's Bachelorette number three in the oh. Showtime series. I'm dying up here, you know, like. So okay. She does oh. get some parts and some real stuff, but it's more like in um. Oh. Like character actor. I'm sure she's like. very talented in Playboy's Amateur Girls, the episode of that she did. I, um, I'm Playboy. sure she is. Yeah. Hey man, now you know what? No, no, not trying to shame. And maybe here. one day she'll be a professional girl. I, I the thing is. Uh, <laughs> You've yeah. got to give amateurs a chance to rise. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's just someday guys, she'll be a real easy. live she's girl. She's just an but amateur, now, but you know she'll be at it. She's a talented amateur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, yeah, she's there to be. She's she's barely in this thing. I don't know that. I mean, she's not. I know. There's really good, nothing. Yeah. And where's her Swedish accent? Yeah, that's the. Yeah. I think that's the bigger question than the 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 little Mexican girl is the. Uh, well, yeah. Is, when we find out that, uh, or okay, this very we find out that she's. We are led to believe for a long time that she's the sister of the other blonde lady who is from Latvia and Sweden. <laughs> um, and so the whole time I'm like going, is that why they're not giving on to dialogue to the one that ends up being a hostess? Because all the audience is going to go, they can't be sisters. One's American and one is, I want to find you, Colonel. You'll help me get my sister out. Have some beans. Oh, uh, <laughs> eat what? my beans. Eat my beans. I made them for you. Lauren, Lauren Compton is the star of a movie we have to watch, Lisman, called Attack of the Killer Donuts. Um, we love eating I'm, them. I'm, Here's the tagline. We love, we love eating them. Now I'm it's sorry. their turn. What? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay, wait, well, wait. come on. When, okay. When did, that, when did that movie come out? Uh, that came out in uh, 2016. I hate Excellent. when B movies are purposely or Z movies are purposely made to be Z movies. Yeah. And what's more, when they're copying more famous Z movies the, because the, it's the poster, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. The multiple... poster for the Attack of the Killer Donuts is is pretty sweet. Okay. All right. Yeah, it, it's right. it's for some reason it's a box of donut that has a bunch of glowing eyes in it. Perfect. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, yeah. So she so she's just sold into sex slavery instantly here. Mm-hmm. Um. And then yeah, we cut to who's our main character, Ursula. Uh. And, well, I just like that it, actually that it goes to title. I think after this, it's just like once upon a time yeah. in Deadwood. Oh right. Sex yeah. slaves. Once what? upon a time in Deadwood. Um. But then we, we, we meet Ursula, and she gets off a train. She gets on a horse. Mm. And I'm just watching this going, man, we are following this for like five minutes. I don't I know, know who she is. Time. I don't know where she's going. And we're nope, just watching matter. her. Gets off a train. Gets on a horse. Riding. We see her talk riding, to people riding. who point. Yeah. Like, oh, over there. But again, it's it's without any dialogue. But, but just, she's talking to people, and they're like, over there. She's like, thank you. Yeah, gets on a horse she's riding we're just watching it for so long and i'm going i don't know who i don't know who she is i don't know the context of any of this she, she had a conversation with somebody on the train ride perhaps so we have a little bit of you know, oh that would require them to shoot on a train list man that's way too fucking expensive they can that's, stand that's near a train i that's did about think as good as that the here. the the shot the pov shot from on top of the the steam engine and it keeps changing locations along its route, just sort of phasing from one to the other. I was like, I like that. I mean, it was a decent shot. We, yeah. we see that it wasn't just a prop, yeah. like uh, old train. He had found someone that has a working steam train yeah. in a gorgeous area. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, here is it. Here it's going along a, a ravine. Here it is uh, next to a mountain. It's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, it would have been nice as establishing who this woman is or anything she wants, as opposed no, to no, just. No. Yeah five minutes of traveling montage yeah and then then this again before we know anything about her she uh gets off her horse Mm -hmm. somewhere in a wood yeah um then she takes out things from her bag and i'm like what is this for a second i thought i honestly thought because she pulls out this this vial of liquid she pulls out Mm. this little 
um basin this little thing full of something and for a second i was like going is she a witch are we going supernatural with this well i'm like going oh i'm down i I did go back and forth debating whether or not to do this movie or the slasher supernatural horror western that perez did and i went with this one mainly because i wanted to talk about michael perez so yeah she she rolls up out in the desert and she starts pulling yeah she pulled i would have liked it too if she was a witch but instead, she's got this vial of what we're eventually told is poison that she's pouring into a bowl of beans. I yeah. think like that we saw every part of her making this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Soup. Perez is pacing. Come on. It is uh, It is a specific part of his filmmaking voice. It's Cracker voice. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, God, it, the pacing. It's about westerns. You know, oftentimes there's long, lingering shots. You they know? can be laconic. Uh-huh. They can be sort of, you know uh more wistful in nature right yeah here's here's what i didn't get about this whole setup so we're watching her do this and we are cutting to mysterious figure at like a lake who we all know is the colonel is is it's bronzy baby bronzy sorry but um the whole thing is that you're sitting there going um okay so she knows he's there Mm. but she also seems surprised when she's bringing the the beans over and i'm like why would you have prepared the beans before you knew he was standing over there by the lake? Yeah. And Maybe then she was just making it for herself, you know? Yeah. She's just and then like, she comes over and introduces herself right before he's, he almost blows her away. And then it's like, no, no. Hey, Oh no. But I was way, looking for you, Colonel. You're hard to find. I was promised a meal. Yeah. <laughs> I have still, brought you beans. We're still going to make him sound like this though, because he should. <laughs> and I've said this many times on here. Mr. Perez, I am available to redub Ronzi's dialogue in this yeah. voice. You're instantly better than the guy from Death Kiss. And I'd say there's still part of me that just wants to to still be on the train of keep on using his actual voice. Because, <laughs> again, there is... Nothing like hearing that voice come out of an old West character. Why? Well, yep. that's that's why I'm curious to get to movies not directed by Perez and see how hey, they fought it. in the Fulton Civil War <laughs> on side the Union. Yeah, in slavery bed. <laughs> slavery in the... bed. Uh, yes, <laughs> I ride the I open blue frontier. Union blue. Yes, uh, I, I'm frontiersman. I'm Indian <laughs> fighter. Whatever that I, means. I uh, fought with the uh, Cherokee and uh, <laughs> the Apache. Hey, lest lest we forget uh, the one I always love to reference, which is Chato's land. Chato's land. Whose land is this? Chato's land. That is uh, <laughs> Charles Bronson is a Native American in the movie. So uh, I know, and very convincingly. Yeah, we'll have very to watch that one someday. Uh, anyway. Yeah, she comes up to him and she goes, uh, hey, I hear you're a really good killer and I need a really good killer to kill some people. And he's like, no, thank you. <laughs> and she's like, I made this soup. Yeah. I know we're in the middle of nowhere, yeah. but I have this steaming hot soup here for you. Yeah, I, It can't be hot. There was no fire. She just <laughs> mixed a liquid wanna... into some That's beans. That's true. Would you like a cold bowl of beans? And he's just like, uh, sure, nothing suspicious about this. Uh, here we go. I, I know. Beans and down we do the hedge. And see him eat it 
in real time, yep. which I appreciate. Yep. We see him eat the entire bowl throughout yep. the scene. Well, but it is while they're talking, so it's not yeah. like the movie paused. We're still getting plenty of plot That's, while he's eating yeah. those we're, beans. We're, well, Bronzy's method. Uh, you know, Bronzy's method. He's going to eat the whole bowl. Yep. Yeah. What did she say? Uh, oh, fuck. Where did I write that down? Uh-oh. Uh, He's going to the notes. Going to the notes. She I, says, I'll do the talking. You'll do the Oh, eating. right. Oh, she, oh God, that line cracked me up. Yeah. And this is what's so great about that line. She says that, and then she stops talking. Yes, yeah. and just stares at him. Yeah. Stares well, at him, and, and she's also doing like a quizzical look. Like, well, are you going to do something? I'm like, what you just said, he's going to eat, you're, <laughs> you're going to talk. Not, you're not holding up your end of the bargain. <laughs> <laughs> this is off to bed start already i eat you don't yeah. talk i'm so... eating that would require you to talk she she uh she does eventually say my sister was abducted uh mm. and our servant girl yeah and and i need you to go <laughs> rescue her and kill all those bastards in deadwood and we're or like whatever. 20 minutes into the movie at this point and only just now understanding the connection between anything we've seen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And he's still like, I don't really want to do that. No, thank you, but thanks for the beans. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's a rumbling and... in my tummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, she basically says, and it's kind of ballsy. She goes, yeah. oh, I'm sorry you won't help me. By the way, those beans were poisoned. And he's Ooh, like, what? bitch. Um, oh. No, uh... <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, immediately we get the first of many, as I described it, bow-gurgling sounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So much in this movie. I know. That's a mark of an excellent film. Now, this hit very close to home. I, did she give him IBS? Is that what yes. she did? Well, okay. it's, it's so But excellent. what she says is she implies that it's more like an escape from New York situation, or... I had that thought. Um, when, when they did that, I thought, okay, mm -hmm. so we're dealing with an escape from New York kind of structure where it's like, this will kill you in three days. Or DOA. Yeah, well, yeah. A I've bit. been poisoned and I must find who killed me. One of the single greatest setups for a movie in history is I'd like to report and a murder. It's amazing why the remake my is own. Lame. Yeah. The and the remake yeah. good cast. Just didn't work. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, Meg Ryan, didn't work. Yep. No shit. Yeah. Uh I don't know. It is such a great premise, someone should try again. But anyway, uh so yeah, so she says you've you've got like three days you're gonna drop dead, but here's the thing. My sister, the one who was abducted, she's got the antidote. Now you have a reason to go after her. And he starts not only having the stomach grumblies, then he has full-on seizure. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Which, um, when it comes out what it actually is, interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't, because she talks about, well, I mean, we'll just, as we often have to do on here, spoil it so we can then work backwards to try to mm, understand yeah. it. She'll say later she <clears> didn't poison him. She just, she, as she said, I put something gotta love the specificity of perez's writing i put yeah. something in there to give you stomach cramps now so yeah. just baked beans <laughs> is what she made well that may be true for you and i listen <laughs> to aging men with increasingly uh, uh having to remove things from our diet uh we've mm. we've talked about this before uh yeah. uh can't do the dairy no more um but uh <laughs> yeah 
Uh, Why don't you get some lactate? It'll I help do. You. It it will help, but I will say there's a limit to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trust it's me. It's not man. as effective as just avoiding dairy. No, exactly. Okay. Is right. You know, yeah. and I can do like one. Uh, you know, that just means more ice cream for me. Someone who's <laughs> willing to roll the dice. Yeah. On uh, lactose intolerance. Yeah, yeah. Um, because ice, ice cream, cream is the best thing ever. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me once again. I can't eat it anymore, but I agree. Oh no, okay. no. Uh, ice cream in particular, that's so chock full of, uh, brutal. Brutal. that will kill me. Yeah. That will be, uh, that's a night in the bathroom. Um, well, you have given milkshake. me so much useful information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so happy. So Finally, happy. vengeance for forcing uh, Brendan to come on this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. So um, no. I hope you enjoyed that shake. Yeah. It was pure ice cream. No! No! <laughs> Uh, so, uh, let's see, uh, yes. But it also gives him seizures? That's what got me. So there is some yeah. kind of poison to it then, right? Because that's more than just well, we, something that's going to churn his make, stomach up. When we see her make it, she, she does, like, she does, it's supposed to be comedic, I guess. She pours some in, she stirs it, and then she's like, you know what? I'm going with all of it. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, whatever. So... It's possible she almost did poison. Well, because it's like but, yeah, stomach I think cramps the seizures don't... basically mean he's shitting his pants. That's what I did. And we think. don't. I did think that because the the stomach gurgling sounds uh, indicate that's only going one way, and that is out. <laughs> but also, oh, since this is a Renee Perez movie, since it's a Renee Perez movie, everyone has one outfit for the entire film. Yep. And right. I will say, I love attention to Old West details and the fact that. Every time Bronzy is in action, that is a clean white shirt. Mm. There's no pit stains. There's there's no mud and, or blood on that vest. Well, it's all been, and it's true of everybody. It's a, they're all very clean old west people. They are. Yeah. They're very because they old had west to people. return it to the costume shop. And like, not the next not day. only that, but like he's been riding around for days in the woods on his own before, mm-hmm. and he's it's pristine. Mm-hmm. Let alone then all the stuff that happens following this. He's yeah, never it, not... it, like him shitting his pants. Where yeah. where did that go? Yeah. Did he wash in the times. river? Oh, he how yeah, much he in his pants multiple times. That's all I that's all I needed though was just a cut to him washing his pants in the river. <laughs> God damn it. I want to I want to see an edit of this film where they put in a sound effect for these sequences. Yeah, some kind of horrible squelching. No, the, no. I love the fact that when it ha- when it hell happens in the middle of of a like gun a fight? climactic gunfight, yeah. Yeah. the idea that he's rolling around in his own filth and no, trying to pick up his no. pistol. That does make this a better movie. Yeah, like, and that happens like oh, a God, day oh, later, God. Right? Yeah, I, I, had, I had the same sure. thought about this, too. How long does this thing fucking last? Because it happens to him, yeah, at, 20, at least 24 hours later. At, he's, a, at a certain point, he is just poisoned. Yeah. It might just be a minor yeah, yeah. poisoning, but he yeah. is yeah. just poisoned if it's affecting him for a day. Yeah, poison yeah, like, doesn't yeah. mean death. She did poison him. It's <laughs> not <laughs> fatal. Yeah. I could have shit myself it. to death. That's highly possible in this era. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's actually, actually true. Yeah. It's like you get very dehydrated. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You're going to possibly die. It's not like there's yeah. some Gatorade around. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Um, Even in the worst parts of war, I never shit this bed. I have nothing left in me. There's nothing coming out anymore. I have had dysentery three separate times. I Not thought... nearly as bad as this. 
You have truly cursed me, witch. Um, I think part of my intestine came out. I had to tuck it back in. (laughs) I have literally shit out organ. (laughs) Must put it back. We'll make you do this. Hope I don't need this. Um, So anyway. Hope I don't need this. Uh, At least dog has something to eat now. I do like that he says, uh, well, if we don't get that antidote, I'm going to kill you before I die of the poison. Yeah. Great. We've all established the stakes here. They then immediately run into trouble as they Mm -hmm. start their journey to Deadwood uh, with these guys who are running a wagon. And, oh, my God, you want to talk about how bad the acting from this Mort guy is. This is is the worst is. I mean, you have to be pretty bad to make it so that Bronzy is not the worst performance in the movie. I think again. Yeah. I, 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 he's just Perez is bringing in friends. Yeah, and, and this guy is probably the head of, of maybe his neighborhood watch, uh, or <laughs> well, this um, is the aforementioned possibly uh, this he, is the aforementioned car salesman, right? Uh, yeah, it uh, could be Woody the Glenn car salesman Denon. that got him a sweet deal on an SUV. Woody but this Glenn guy is, He's just like, oh, strangers, um, where are you guys headed? Would you like? Do you to have any goods? Yes, Sorrento. <laughs> he goes. Do you have any oh, goods you would like oh, to guys, trade with us, guys? I found him. I found the. I found Woody Clendenin. Oh, okay. He is Export. a barber shop owner in Cottonwood, oh, California. Oh, he just gave Perez like a real good haircut. But, but oh, it gets better. It gets so much better. Oh, oh my god. He is the leader of a local militia, and. Yes raises a confederate flag outside of his business which has drawn the air or the ire of oh uh, of the local community so uh he's a monster he is a total monster he's here's his twitter where he's running he's got a picture of him wearing a defend the police shirt and then a, a mm-hmm. th- image of him firing oh. a machine gun that says when tyranny becomes law resistance becomes duty yeah, he's like, uh, but he did spell D O O D Y. So <laughs> there's numerous, there's numerous news stories in California newspapers about what a psycho this guy is. They describe oh, wow. him as the, he's described by the San Francisco Chronicle as far, far right. Wow. Yeah. Well, if you know, nothing else, folks, you can watch this movie just to see him get shot. Yeah, because this scene, they roll up and he's oh, well, and also I'm I'm very happy to just shit on his acting even more now. Because he is just like, yeah. excuse me all, do you have any goods to trade with us? Excuse me, ma'am. Can I pay for a couple hours of your time behind that tree, please? Now, that wasn't that acting. Is... That was just between takes, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I do like that. Well, but Bronzy, with his keen eye, notices these guys are wearing shirts with bloody bullet holes in them. To which yeah. I'm like, I don't fully understand why the change in outfits. They, they're nope. not uniforms that these guys... I just like the idea about, like, if we don't put on this stagecoach driver's outfit, they'll never believe we're really I, on, on this. I'm point. also confused just about... Shirt. Okay, so obviously, as he says later, they're scavengers. All right, yeah. so they, they killed the people in the stagecoach, yeah. and we see those corpses. Yeah. My question is, why would they keep the corpses in there? <laughs> Let's say they've overtaken that that uh, stagecoach that killed everybody in it. They've stripped them of what they needed, uh, goods and services or whatever the fuck. Why would you? Why would you hey, keep boss. the fucking corpses? Hey, boss, in the what, are we gonna, what are we gonna do with these bodies? Uh, I don't know. Uh, because, stuff them in the back. 
Just we, might, in there. we might need it. It's him. because that's how Bronzy convinces. Uh, yeah. I don't even remember Ursula. Yeah. That they were actually you banned see, this look, whole time. It's they. They were psycho serial killers, obviously keeping bodies <laughs> as trophies. Not only were they bandits, they were morons. The, well, yes. These yeah, are very stupid criminals, but yeah. uh, but he shoots them, and she's like, why did you do that? Well, okay. Um, he goes, they had bullet, and that was a hard line. He does explain the bullet holes, but it's an unintelligible. I mean, I knew what he was getting at, but yeah. I'm like, I do not know what that sentence was. This is definitely a movie that really benefited from having the subtitles. Although apparently even the subtitles are wrong sometimes, though. Well, yes, yes. He opens the coach and shows that they had killed people. And she's like, oh, goodness, that's terrible. And then he goes, they came from the north. And she goes, and we're headed to the north. So maybe we won't meet any more resistance on the way because you just took care of these guys. So whenever I watch something like this, this is all gibbity gobbity. I'm I, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Whenever I watch something about? like this, I always just think about like Rene Perez. You know, he finished this, he's screening the final cut of it, and he's just going, yeah, this came out how I, I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine that. I just, I mean, yeah. like, you've seen other movies, Rene Perez. Clearly, you've seen other movies. Um, how do you, do you not think it's know just a, this is just not good? <laughs> I, I think it's just uh, because I, clearly every take that they had was the first take. It has you know to what be. I mean? It has like, to be. Like the first take where they get all the way through their line. Yeah. So like. Or maybe I, this guy, you know, maybe the, the coach guy that we've found out is is um, the world's worst hairdresser the the most frightening barber in uh, california mm. um maybe it's maybe he had something on him on perez it's like um very possible I, I do one take i uh i'm gonna you're gonna have to leave that camera on me or i will burn your family's house to the ground <laughs> i will deport bronzy my entire yes. oh my god my okay militia will rise i'm, up I'm against still bronzy. i'm still on now i'm on this guy's imdb page right that guy <laughs> There's a 10-part uh-huh. documentary series about him and his militia friends. Brought together, what? this is the description, brought together by a common goal to ensure freedom in an authoritarian society. This series will follow a group as they navigate the very difficult path to recall three county supervisors and expose the greedy underbelly in local government. You know, all I can say is thank God they're out there. They're doing the real work. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I'm sorry that this has derailed the show, listeners, but holy shit, this guy's just a straight-up psycho. Yeah. Um, And a really good actor, like a real natural screen <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's mm-hmm. worth it because he's so good, right? We can deal with he, the yeah. politics yeah. because he's mm-hmm. just that good on screen. Uh, I, kept, <laughs> I kept rewinding for that scene. Maybe you'd come with us behind that tree. Now, why didn't they give him a bigger part, man? I just don't understand. Why didn't she strip down for this guy? Yeah. Come on. I mean, the the sheer charisma that spills out of him. So anyway, they're dead. Does Renee Perez ever use this guy again? He's in uh, several Perez movies. Okay, so he is in several. Yeah. That means that Perez likes and supports this guy? Yeah, Woody Uh, Clendenin. Or this guy, he gives him money. He gives him money. Yes. It's got to be something like that. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. No, no. No, no. Uh, We can talk about a Rene Perez movie called The Insurrection, which is about uh, a a, a heroic man exposing left-wing powers and how they are used 
film to control populations written and directed by oh, Perez. God. Perez is a total scumbag. Cool. Total scumbag. Oh. I mean, that's not ultimately surprising based on the two movies we've seen. Yeah. Him, so. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, that's true. We had uh, we had uh, a Baldwin doing his his DJ. That's right. I forgot Creed. about because I, I was uh-huh. going to say one of the only things that makes this movie to me better than Death Kiss is we don't have the crazy right wing. We don't Baldwin have politics in it. Yeah. yeah. Keep your politics out of my westerns. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to Michael Pere, who's talking to the kidnapped girl and his. His whole thing here is, look, you can either be a whore for me in the saloon or I can ship you to China and they'll make you a whore over there. Your choice, lady. Yeah, he says, I know some 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 Chinamen. He actually says something great. like that. Like, Not great, but yes, he would, does say that. Like I mean, yeah. a pretty Based on white, like the time period. Yeah. You know, oh, it, sure. It's uh, historically uh, accurate. It is. But he, he basically. <laughs> but still, it's a Rene Pene- Perez script, so I feel like Rene Perez is probably throwing Chinamen around. Let's be honest. Probably. It could be. Yeah. 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 Which I'm with John Mulaney as far as uh, Rachel slurs go, one of the laziest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're from China. You're a man. Hence, you are a China man. <laughs> Weren't thinking too I also hard liked, on that one, were we? I also like this scene because Michael Pere walks you can clearly hear him walk towards the microphone because as the scene goes on and walks forward the sound quality gets better yes um which is very funny oh Um, oh the sound again it's a sign of uh true professionals this (laughs) this movie has two visually and 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 uh and audio wise it has two things which is indicative of a lot of these cheaper movies which is when the sound is too clear and I think that was yeah. the case in Death oh. Kiss. The sound, there is no background noise, period. Yeah, right. Nope. It is absolutely, nope. and so you're going like, that is bad, it's so clear. And the same thing yes. with the with the, the video as well, is they're shooting in super high def to the point where there's no uh, depth of field. The, 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 the focus is just wide open. You can see crystal yeah. clear detail on everything. Meaning, yep. once mm-hmm. again, it's 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 shot in this way where there's no thought to the frame. It's no, just open there's, up there's as no wide atmospheric as, as far as sound mm-hmm. or or visual. No, it's it's no. crystal it's just clear, which is us bad. walking around in the place where they shot it. It gives it that mm-hmm. feeling that they've done there. nothing. They've just done nothing. Yeah. Uh, they just once again, I'm sure he just add. I guarantee you this because it sounds like it. He just added a generalized background noise filter on the editing that was program. probably yeah a part of the editing software exactly you know <laughs> yeah. like diner came, interior came with uh, the suite yeah yeah because yeah. i've because i've used those those background noise filters but I, by using them i'm applying them and then going through and altering up and down for each individual sound it's too much work man yeah too much work. you could also record your own sort of background noise. yeah that that know, helps a lot too stuff. is to have that yeah no, this guy's not doing Actual basic voila. fundamentals of uh, filmmaking. <laughs> anyway, nope. that's the whole thing where it's like, your choice, gal. You're a whore either here or China. <laughs> and I'm going to raise your uh, servant girl slash secretly sister. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it, this child will live in a loving home. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I will do it. I'm crazy like that. I'm going to threaten you with he'll taking be, care of you. And he'll do it, charge. man. He's crazy. Um. Yeah. So uh, he also has the line. He'll here. do it. He'll actually send her to college. 
Uh, he has a line here, a, a line of Chinamen pounding away at your private parts. Oh, it's right. Perez yeah. line that pounding I had away to at your private parts. And I laughed because well, Michael Perez is decent. He struggled. He struggled through that line because he's he like, did. I can't believe I have to fucking yep. say this bullshit. Well, God so, damn it. This you is can see bit, the struggle in his a face. A little bit uh, different than the Al engine we knew on HBO, who would not have been uh, as, <laughs> as shy to say a, a different word for private parts. And also, Bray yeah. not once as cocksucker. Not so a single. I, I know. I'm just like, this is no Al Swearingen. Is exactly what I That's him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, not hashtag I'm not my Swearingen. And I'm going to need to hear you say cocksucker. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess you are Al Swearingen. Okay, great. I want to digitally insert Bronzy into the background of Deadwood shots <laughs> now. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see that. He's just walking around. And I'm around also going to edit that so I have a sound <laughs> clip of you saying I want to digitally insert Bronzy. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna end it right there. And I'm gonna yeah. come up with so many things. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah. Uh, I want to digitally insert Bronzy into my private parts. <laughs> into my private parts. So uh, I do love this teepee <laughs> he has made in the sure. snow. It, he put yeah. this up quick, and it's pretty yeah. well constructed. Because now we're out in the snow, so we're on Rene Perez's land, of course. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're on Rene Perez's land, I think, the whole time. But uh, specifically, now we're, we're we're out in the snow, giving and us this, some this some heart pass he, vibes. To mention, did he buy this property with the you know the proceeds that he made from? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> he's had this property in Death every kiss? single yeah. Okay. Film, I, so I think okay. he had it pre him I, becoming a no, filmmaker. No, I think he just had it. I. Think think the guy and i don't know that much about him but my theory is he must have already been independently wealthy and this is all these movies are just a hobby i uh, that has to be the yeah. case right uh yeah when they're not trying to overthrow unless the, he has a previous government. career where he was doing stuff like um yeah. you know just second unit or something like that and then he decided to start making movies for himself uh yeah. and i don't think so didn't he just come out of the box making his own movies yeah he, oh, and uh, Brent, I'm sure these are great. He's also a comic book writer and illustrator. They say. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure those sure Man. those are highly readable. Um, yeah, and not at all problematic. Yeah, yeah. and of not. course, lest we forget, he's also a musician under the stage name The Darkest Machines. Oh God. <laughs> oh, Did that's he's... right, because he credited himself or his band with doing the uh, music on uh, Death Kiss. I yeah, remember that. music mm -hmm. by the darkest... Oh, no, no, no. It's not It's not a band. He's a solo act. No. It's a John Carpenter oh, kind of oh, thing. Oh, oh. Nobody, he, again... He is the darkest field, machine. Nobody works with him. Yeah, yeah so. no, no one wants to. Anyone else want to be a darkest machine? Hello? <laughs> no, no, Hello? nobody. Okay. No one showed up. I put an ad uh, in the pity saver. No one showed up. Yeah, I know. It's just... Uh, it, yeah, God, this guy. Uh, Rene Perez. We're fans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we are fans. We're big fans. Yeah. Uh, who, who did the music for this movie? Let me. Let me see. I mean, Darkest I, Machines. I just assumed. It, it was I'm him. wondering if it was. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Well, see all it, it is is very stock. It's exact, and it is overused. There's not yeah, music like, by the Darkest Machines. Is right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is just stock. Da -da -da -da. It's a Western theme. Yeah. It's da -da -da -da. all. It's all like dirt cheap Morricone esque. I mean, yeah. and I hesitate to even say this. It doesn't have the but... whistles, but yeah. it's Morricone. I think there is a part that has has some whistling. Uh, oh. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think so. 
There's also yeah. a, a harmonica riff that's in Yeah, there's in, definitely a harmonica. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. – I wonder what that's yeah. stealing from. Uh, I can't find – once again, I can't find much about the guy. Like, there's just – he's so mysterious. Uh, well, I mean, he's very clearly – that's probably intentional uh, to some degree. Well, because the government can't uh, find him then? Exactly. <laughs> he's off the grid. Once – Try and get me Biden. Um, he's got. He's gone. He's gone. Uh, 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 yeah, he's gone full libertarian. I think. But they're sitting there going, "They'll never find me." You include various geographical clues Landmarks. to your location yeah. in every one of your films. Yeah, I think they'll be able to find you, Renee. Mm-hmm. Oh, C- I know that range. I love the idea oh, that the CIA that is studying Renee Perez movies to find out where this guy <laughs> is. Hang on. Let's uh let's sync up this with our map and we got him. Uh, oh, he actually shot this in his bunker. Oh, his preparedness <laughs> bunker. Yep. yep. Yeah, I we wouldn't be surprised if Renee Perez says he's living off the grid. Uh, he has to have a bunker. So now we get oh, to the scene definitely. where uh Bronzy spots some bad guys trudging around through oh my god, the shots through his little telescope. I get <laughs> he's trying to be realistic and that you wouldn't hold it steady. But holy God, it's all over the place. <laughs> what am I looking at? What am I looking at? What am I looking at? It's also very obvious. You can see the card, like, because it's very clearly yeah. cardboard put around a camera, and you can see the yeah. edges, like, yeah. of of the cardboard. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's <laughs> not like a perfectly circular thing, like the metal lens would be. Uh, no. So, and he's like, "Oh no, bad guys approaching. Uh, hang on, I have a plan. Show him your Take boobs." Your taka. Yeah, show them them boobies, uh, guys. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. It's just a, 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 a an all encompassing term. Listeners, yeah, we're not making a joke. No, that's and the actually, plan. as I'm watching, I'm like, well, what's his plan? He knows that they've been spotted, yeah. and they, and he's like, well, here's this trap. And she goes, I don't think I like this trap. And he's like, don't worry about it. It's gonna work fine we're watching it for the first time. I'm like, I wonder what this trap will be. Surely it's not going to be her going down to the river and taking her top off. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's a slow reveal. Cause you're like that, that wouldn't oh, make any. This scene goes on so long. They, once again, <laughs> they show her entire walk up to the river. Yep. Her, she removes, you see her remove every single layer which, that she's wearing. Because it's the eight, it's 1885. So it's a, it's a quite a process to get out of this. Now, this is something where, okay, I, you know, I don't know this actress uh, and she's apparently in his uh, repertory uh, company. Good Mm -hmm, for her. mm -hmm. But I did feel very bad for her because that was, it's not about nudity. Actors do nudity all the time, Mm -hmm. but that was on location. That's real snow yeah. on the ground, yeah. and you see her shivering through the. Yeah. This week. Well, and I did every think... time. It's not just her c- covering up. Like I don't want them to see my boobs. She's also covering up, and she's literally shaking. I was like, God damn! Put a blanket on this I, poor well, lady. I also did think this is part of the plan. Is so weird because, like, there's the idea that she's supposed to look like she's going to go bathe in the river, and that's the. But wouldn't I they think? think why is she doing the... this in the middle of a of, a, of an absolutely freezing river? 
she Seems wouldn't like be doing this. that way. Yeah, but. I know it's it's very odd. So, and the other thing is, he's using her as bait, yeah. and as if her nudity is more of an incentive for them to group well, together and only focus on her and come toward hey, her. It works though. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it works because the movie they were already they were already heading towards her. Yeah, the, the, I know. the nudity was unnecessary. But now they're yeah. really headed towards her. What well, there is there is the one guy stops and sees her take her shirt off. He goes, "God damn." <laughs> that's uh, probably the best dialogue in the entire movie uh the other thing is and look she's a lovely woman i'm not yes. here to shame anybody no. uh i don't think they had breast implants in 1885 you had to know where to look <laughs> and the uh, silicone had not been invented yet so these are um a uh, sex made from squirrel stomach because i, I mean, uh, inflated with like a, i said i'm not here to shame squirrel? anybody i'm just talking about period specific those are modern breasts. Um, they sure are. Yeah. <laughs> and what a pair. Um, Those are up to date, if you know what I well, mean. We've done two Rene Perez movies and two separate needless topless scenes in them. I have a feeling that's going to be the case across all of his work. It's that, just, I think, is a factor. It's just... It, it just sucks that it has to be this movie that she has to be topless for. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's not even yeah. it's not even like Oh, I have a feeling she's probably art. topless in his other ones as well. Uh, I'm sure she is. I might have done some research on that and yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I might have fallen and tripped. Well, no, into I, a I know, no. I, I was I had <laughs> the same thought hole. and I thought I let me look and not every appearance but more than like three she does it in so it's probably okay. where uh that's why he works with her again it's not just that she has some some acting ability it's probably yeah she's willing to do this and i want this in every one of my movies yeah great not letting her go well i just love the idea too that like any kind of nudity is going to make any of this any of this piece of shit movie more appealing we don't really live in the era where that matters people that would you know it's like oh i might get them with the action i might get them with a charles bronson lookalike yeah but i'll definitely get some just because i'll have one minute of boobs do you think people that though do you think people watch these movies at least initially click on them thinking they are some bronson movie they hadn't seen and then we're like imagine i mean all you have to do is look at a date yeah yes yes I just wonder if that's the thing. Uh... It might be, yeah. <laughs> I would love to see someone that disappointed. Yeah. I want to see that person hey, like going, I've never seen this Bronson Western. Let me, uh... oh, wait a minute. This is this is, <laughs> this is modern day. <laughs> I don't. This is digital shot garbage. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, never mind. Did, did he fake his death? Well, it is the <laughs> thing we. <laughs> is this like an Andy I Kaufman thing? never died. <laughs> 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 that's. Because I am a man who can never die. I came back <laughs> with a Hungarian accent. They'll never it know. It was part it's of the really... deal with Devil to release me from hell. It's like uh, it's like Bubba Hotep. <laughs> right? I'll send Where you they're... back into world to do acting, but you will yeah. talk like this. From now say, on. It's like Bubba Hotep, where JFK is alive, but they died in black. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Such a oh, Bubba Hotep. Such... We could have watched that instead of this. Hey, <laughs> that's a mummy movie, better. Brendan. We will get to it over on Meet the Monsters at some point. I can't wait. I love that movie. I love oh, that yeah. movie, even though there are close-ups where you can actually see people's makeup gapping. And, yeah, and I mean, flapping. It's, but it's 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 so good. You you. But that's the thing where it's like 
I can forgive that shit if I'm enjoying the movie. Where it's here, I'm yes. laser focused on the imperfections. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing else to focus. Right, on. There's yeah. nothing else to focus. On. Uh, I just right. I mean, at this point, this scene just goes on forever as he shoots at it's these a guys. Very in slow long motion. Scene. Like, well, every well, action well, scene we can just sum up as being it's long, yeah. a lot of slow mo, yeah, and mm. eventually he wins. He runs also, at them. He's shooting. You know. Yeah, let's. There also has him in snow. I love all the also has him the uh, awkward snow walking on the ground as well. Oh, like that's yes, that is the big thing because she goes, yeah, this is all a trap, isn't that right, Colonel? Yeah, she's isn't that right, Colonel? Guys, because she knows he's got her back. Oh no, he doesn't because he's convulsing on the ground and shitting his pants because I poisoned him. (laughs) Right, I did that because at this point we still think he's poisoned, and I was just thinking. This was a terrible plan, lady. I, oh, like, yes. this happened? Yes. I haven't even eaten for two days. Oh, <laughs> so much is coming out still, though. Uh, <laughs> How could I? <laughs> where, where does this come <laughs> from? What, what am I even shitting now? Good Lord. <laughs> Have I become portal to another dimension where food stuffs is and crap? But here's the thing. The smell is so bad, these guys do want to. No. Uh, that's that Jesus, part it's not worth it. Uh, that's how he gets out of this. Yeah, <laughs> they are so overcome by the stench of him shitting himself. Oh God! Oh God! We can't. <laughs> Never mind. I don't care what she looks like. Let's get out of here, Jesus! Oh my uh, God! Oh, and we do find out that these guys um, were friends of Mort. The oh yeah, the, uh, you killed the guy she, on the the yeah. Because she says, if you don't yeah. get out of here. Uh, the, you, the you're going to end up like your friend Mort. Mort. And then they're like, wait a minute, you killed Mort? You yeah. bitch. You bitch. Yeah. We're part of his militia. Yeah. <laughs> he runs the barber shop. And we <laughs> like he him. He cut my hair. We like him. <laughs> he always uh, uses both the clippers and the scissors. Oh. I get a nice clean look. Mm-hmm. He gives me a scalp massage. I love that shit. He gets in there. He's very gentle with the warm towel. (laughs) Oh, you get a close shave with Mort. Uh, Sometimes his fingers go walking. I don't care. I love it. Uh, So, yeah, this is just... Oh God, it, it just turned, when I said it turns into a slow, the, yeah, all the gunfights we can say are just boring slow motion. There's a yep. lot of Bronzy running from place to place in slow motion, but he's not yeah. doing anything. He's not like diving through nope. the air and shooting or something. He's just kind of like running. I will say the guns in this movie at least look more realistic than the, the guns, the, the cheap plastic guns they had. In but you know what pissed Death me Day. off about this mm. is that Renee wants to prove that he's done his research. He's like, uh-uh, I'm not taking easy way out. So you see 85 often slow motion shots of Bronzy reaching in his pockets and reloading. Reaching well, in like his that pockets. And... That be slow motion as well. Yeah. Like, nice. can I, can you can I do say that it's... once just to satisfy the audience that thought has gone into these are... But are... something bothered me about this still. Yeah. Did you what catch this, Lisman? Which is yeah. he doesn't use the, the, the sweeper thing or whatever. I don't know what you actually call it. 
to on on those old Colts, they have the the thing you press that pushes the the empty shells out of the gun. He's just uh, dumping them out. Yeah, he's 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 dumping them out. Which, he's dumping I mean, them out. Which Slowest conce- reloading. Yeah, which ever conceivably you could. But you know what? I see countless movies do that, uh, where they yeah, don't. That's what cool. that's for. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's you just going to slow just, everything down. No, it's, it's actually as as we're pointing, it would actually speed it up because you can just quickly go through it. And I was watching um, Appaloosa, the Ed Harris movie, which is a solid western that yes, more people is. should check out. And I was noting that he was doing that, and I was like, "Oh man, I never see this done. It's accurate to that, you know." But it's still on anyway. That I mean, it's a small thing, but the movie's so shitty. I'm going to get on it for that too. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is, it's just boring. It takes forever. The last guy, he shoots, he ends up shooting these two guys and the third guy's like running away. So we have to get an awkward foot chase now after this guy. And then he shoots him and it's all just so boring. God. Uh, does he get into a fist fight at one point here too? Yes, he does. does. Yes. Oh, both the fist fights. Cause later she has one too. They are painfully slow. Yes, yeah. it's it's painfully slow, and it's it's uh they're trying to do some sort of thing like that last guy is the big one. He's yeah. like the little John type one, so it's supposed to look like how could he ever survive against this guy? Because you could shoot him, he's still standing. Yeah. And then they have the fist fight, which does end up with them shooting him anyway. Yeah. Uh, what course. I love about this because it's in in the the shallow part, the right there at the lake shore, whatever, and. Um, when he shoots the dude and his body hits the water, it's another digital thing where, yes, if you shoot a guy and they end up in water, the blood will stain the water. It takes a while because they're bleeding Mm -hmm. into a, but this is this digital effect where that body goes down and the water suddenly is rust colored. Mm. It's, it is a literally a digital effect where he went and tint perfect (laughs) because that body hits and it's sort of like all eight quarts or whatever of blood are instantly in the water god damn thank god there are no sharks around (laughs) jesus christ this movie man bleeds out at a blistering rate and then it's after this she decides to tell him (laughs) i didn't actually poison you i just gave you an upset say that here i don't because he's earned her trust but then she says so you're not poisoned. You don't have to go with me, but I still would like you to. And he's like, fuck off no. and abandons her in the middle of the woods. And she goes, but I thought you were the kind of man who would not let the bad guys win. And I'm going to say this three times in it's, the movie. It's the theme of the movie, folks. It's the theme of the movie. Don't, don't let, let the bad, bad guys, guys win. win. Which is ironic because you could say a lot of the people involved in the making of this movie are bad people. Ooh, snap. I, I would go so far this as to say podcast. very We're going outside the movie to shame the people in it and who made I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, if they're doing stupid right-wing militia bullshit, they should be called out. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm always down to do that. Uh, okay, good. Yeah. We, we've talked enough shit about Steven Seagal in this podcast. Oh, oh. man. Hey. We have an inbound Seagal. We're not that oh, that boy. far out from another Seagal. Is that the name of the movie? Inbound, inbound Seagal. <laughs> Don't worry. It's going to take him a while to get here. I want to digitally <laughs> insert Seagal. <laughs> no, he, he's rolling down a hill. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just give me a little shove and there I'll go. Oh, here we go. Um, 
so, bad yeah. guys are easily able to step out. <laughs> so he he's abandons just, he's just her. rolling. Then we proceed to get this entire segment of her just on this death march to Deadwood. By the end of it, she's crawling oh, on the ground. Fucking long. Oh, I must get to my sister. Uh. Between five and ten minutes, I think. I, here's the thing with this sequence. movie: it's eighty-five minutes. Yet somehow, I swear, I saw three and a half hours of footage. I, I don't like know it. yeah. how it's possible. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we got the same thing about Future Kick as well. Yeah, Although I mean, this is much better than that movie. And this is 10 uh, minutes longer than Future Kick. Um, right. Future yes. Kick. Future Kick is still one of the worst, movies still one of the worst we've ever watched. Don the Dragon Wilson yep. and Future Kick. And it was a 74-minute movie, but it I felt don't, like I don't believe hours. you because Don the Dragon Wilson can do no wrong. So Look, um, man, his la, finest, la, 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 I can't hear you. His la, la, finest la, la, work la. is still as the leader of that uh, Black Light paint gang in Batman Forever. <laughs> yeah, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> when he fought Robin. Uh, actually, I mean, that fight between him and Chris O'Donnell actually is pretty good. Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Batman Forever has its moments, uh, is sure. what I'll say. Uh, still Very much few. better than Batman and Robin. That's true. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's see here. I just I'm just looking through my notes and I see repeated uses of incredibly boring, slow. Uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what a lot of my notes started to. I mean, I really was stopped taking notes on a lot of the stuff because I'm like, oh, she's still just. I can't quite remember what happens uh, before she they meet back up. I know she walks for eight million years. Yeah. I can't remember what he does, but they both end up in Deadwood. He kind so. of disappears yeah. out of the movie. Oh yeah, until he dramatically reappears in Deadwood. We do not see him make the choice to come back. I guess oh, right, it's sort yeah. of a Han Solo esque thing, where it's got to be yeah. the exact. I mean, I, I shudder oh, to compare. Oh, I do this remember that she gets to the edge of the town mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. Here's the thing. Immediately spotted. No one knows who she is other than yeah. her sister. Yeah. She yeah. doesn't need to be spyish. It is a town. Mm-hmm. And you got to imagine that not every woman that walks into Deadwood is immediately sex trafficked. So why doesn't she <laughs> just walk it into seems, town? Not according to this movie. Uh, well, in this movie, it does yeah. seem to be the case. But she sits there and she does some, on the some show. spy glass and... I'm not, uh, I'm not saying Spyglass, by the way. It's definitely the same one. Yeah, and then you have like uh, one of uh, Swear Engine's guys going, "Well, looky who I found here!" Yeah, well, look who came crawling back. Literally, and he says, uh, "He says, well, uh, my job is to make sure that no ladies escape Deadwood. First time I ever saw somebody trying to sneak in." That is what he says. <laughs> what a line. Uh, yeah, he actually ends up And then going, these two get in, get in uh, uh, the, the exact same choreography of fight as, as Bronzy yep. had with one of these guys earlier. Because uh, yep. he also ends up going in the river, and then she shoots him in the heart. Mm. And we get mm-hmm. a split second where the movie very briefly touches on the trauma of killing someone even justified for like half yeah. a second she's like oh my god uh, you blink and you miss it though yeah uh, because then yeah. she steps into the center of town uh spycraft is over now she's just yeah. firing her gun into the air screaming yeah, in the center of town what was this, your plan lady this <laughs> scene so has maybe my plan? favorite line from this movie. Well, and what oh, is that i had to write i had to write down what is it so she has she has her gun against uh, Swearingen. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, and she says, "Bring them to me now, and I'll let you live. Bring them to me not, and you <laughs> die right here, right now." Wow. 
That is almost Ed Wood quality. I mean, listen, yeah. that's bring one, them to me. Not that's our one-liner, right? <laughs> it most certainly is. There, there really, there really, not. there's really only like two pseudo one-liners, uh, and that one wins. I'll just say it now, because because I'll say this: there is no good kill in this movie, so that's off the nope. table. There's really only the two one-liners, yeah. which we mentioned. The I don't let the bad guys win or live. But that, that one's yeah. that one wins. We'll put that on the list. Yeah, uh, because it's so it's the, it might be the as worst thing. I, you, I had trouble you, reading did you, it. Back did you say? Did, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit me with that again. With uh, bring them to me. Not is that the line? Yes. <laughs> bring them to me now, and I'll let you live. Bring them to me not, and you die right here, right now. Christ, that is that may be the worst line of dialogue. <laughs> That that's not how anyone speak. Bring them to me. Nope. Not is not something someone would ever say. Ever. Nope. Uh, Renee oh. Perez is just like, oh, it, it, it's almost the same word. Yeah. I just replaced no. one letter. Bring that's them to art. me now. Yeah. I let you live. Yeah. Bring mm -hmm. them to me not. Sailor, beware. Wait, I'm sorry. I've got to go. Red on, sky on. in the morning. It, I let you it, live. It, it did seem like it. I, it I, does I, seem like it should rhyme. It does feel it, like the beginning of it. You know, uh -huh. uh, bring them to me. Not you gonna get got. Uh, <laughs> gonna get got. And then she looks at the camera and winks. Well, he's already. Don't worry, I know that's an anachronism. Bang. I was gonna say he's already like uh, trudging into Deadwood territory. Let's bring in some wire while we're at it. You know, he's oh, got to yeah. get got. Um, you gonna get got. <laughs> Oh, God, I mean, at this I point, this why not? Yeah, this is, this is I it. don't like either of you guys anymore. Oh, oh. I can't, yeah, I can't blame you. Blame you. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Perret's big move, though, is he goes, all right, guys, uh, circle around behind her while I use my charm on her. Yeah, yeah, this works. And he's and like, hello, going to hello there, pretty lady. Surrounding her for some reason. Yeah, she does not mm -hmm. notice these guys taking up, but... Uh, then he's like, well, we've got you surrounded when, uh-oh, here comes Bronzy. Hey, back yeah. in this film. <laughs> and I don't understand quite where, once again, at this point, I have, I understand in concept they have surrounded her. Now, we never get a shot that actually looks around where she is to see. No. It's just guys no. at different positions. This movie is uninterested in wide shots. <laughs> it has it no really interest is. in the, the, establishing the, shots. Aside from a couple shots of the trees and mountains, the 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 depth of field is very shallow always it's always yeah, just yeah. lots of close-ups uh there's like a, a couple of shots where the camera has to pan up to show the scenery because it doesn't it can't go wide enough to well, like to show i, a I swear we talk about like how we used to make movies in high school this month i swear this is how we would do stuff where it's like ah so-and-so's got to go home at three so we better just get all the yep. shots of him <laughs> And then we'll yeah, just there's a cut parking between. lot right over there. I, we, we, yeah. we just this could have been exactly the same things they were up against. That's what I'm saying. This. It's like, we'll just film these guys, then they can go home. Because it doesn't yeah. seem like anybody's ever together. Like, I have no idea where Bronzy stepped in from or to or matter. where he is in relationship to anyone else. Mm -hmm. In fact, the backgrounds are... Because sometimes people, the backgrounds are buildings in the town. Sometimes it's the snowy rocks. And I'm going, yep. so is the idea he's trying to tell me, like, Deadwood is here, and then immediately it's like a snowy mountain literally at the edge of town? Seems yes. like. Because that yes. is not There's what I lot, gathered. A literal 
that's, line where that's the snow what stops. I that is not what I gathered from watching Deadwood as to the what the what the it wasn't like there were snowy mountains literally right there at the edge of town. No. No. All right. Hmm. Anyway, well, at don't least mention... it's not in a quarry. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got we they got that beat at least this town. So yeah. yeah. Oh, anyway, blam blam blam. They shoot some people. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah. think, Okay, Michael Parade just gets killed instantly, like right at the start of this. Yep. I thought, well, that... yeah, she does it. Yeah. Um, and this is like, what oh, I, okay. again. Well, all right. This Ooh. movie is about as historically accurate as. Uh, you know, inglorious bastards. Um, because history does tell us that Hitler was taken out in a movie yeah. theater by uh, a couple of uh, of Jewish uh, American soldiers, and we also know that Al Swearingen was famously gunned down in the middle of Deadwood by uh, a Latvian woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that happened somehow. Uh, believe it or not. Uh, yeah, Al Swearingen. Died in 1904. Yeah, he lasted a while. Well, because he still so did. So did Seth Bullock and Martin Starr. I think they both did. That's why. Not Martin Starr. Bart Sorry, Starr. that's the actor. Isn't it Bart? I can't remember his first name. I thought it was Bart for some reason. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else too. Um, but uh, uh, what I was gonna say is, uh, yeah, that's why the show can go on as long as it did when they come back for the movie, and it's you know yeah. a decade later and everybody's still alive. Uh, these it's guys. Saul Star. Saul, that's it. Bart Star is a quarterback. I wouldn't know. That's that's no. yeah. No, I couldn't no. tell you who he played for. Who Martin Star is? But, yes, you know. yeah. Well, yeah, that's more, that's more up our alley. Um, I think yeah. Martin Star would have been awesome in Deadwood, and I'm <laughs> sad that he never ended up in there. I'd like to see it. Yeah. And by the way, it's South Dakota, not North Dakota. Yeah. I'm sorry, oh, everybody. Yeah. Just stop writing the email. Stop it's, right now. It's I know right you're in the middle of a mountain. Hundreds range, of words too. into it. Just stop the email. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but you're oh, wrong. Oh, somebody did kill him. Never mind. He just died a lot later, though. Mm. He was found dead in the middle of a street with a massive head wound. Well, okay. That's, so, that's pretty close, yeah, then. That's, right. Yeah. But in 1904, not 1885. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so I, I did just think, like, they built this guy up as the main bad guy. And then for him, it, it, it this also screened her, like, well, Paray, he's got to go. You, you can't. Well, we can't afford to pay him for another day. So, like, oh, <laughs> uh, we have this monologue for you to perform. Oh, you're done in five minutes. Okay. But, uh, we'll okay. just have him well, get shot uh, then. Yeah. Uh, shoot uh, him in the head. Like, yeah. I guess. Once again, these were the kind of decisions we were making at 15 when we were making movies. Like, this guy has to go. Uh, maybe he just gets killed right here then. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Unceremoniously. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We did that kind of crap a lot. Uh. <laughs> While this is happening, though, the little girl has managed to get the keys to the jail cell that uh, the sister is locked up in, which, good news, so they can escape. Terrible did news, they, though. Oh, they did get, They did get give the sister a name, because for the uh, longest yes. time, the subtitles referred yes. to her as sister. Uh, uh, <laughs> her is name funny. is Abigail. Abigail. Yes, Abigail. And so and it turns out that's not her name. Any, I mean that she's not the sister. No, she that's is. That's the big twist. What? No, she, Abigail I she was the sister. No, no, they're no, all Abigail sisters. Is, that's the twist. No. What? Abigail, the blonde uh, Abigail, is is the servant. No. Uh, yes. The big twist is I that the little girl that who the... doesn't look anything like Ursula is actually her half sister. No, I thought. I, well, thought, I thought they thought were all the... sisters. 
No, no, no. The in fact she when did they she say that? Said, she said uh that my sister and our family servant girl uh were abducted. I need you to save them. And then later on we find out, oh, and, and then he says, I'm sorry, I couldn't save your sister. And she's upset. Then she finds out, oh, my sister's fine. He's like, holy fuck, I thought that was a servant girl because she's little and oh dark. Oh, my God. That is so much worse then. So it's like, oh, don't worry, that girl died. She didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And, okay. and uh, hmm. it's like. That's very confusing because I, I was with you, John, and I thought yeah. they were both her sisters. That's no, what I took it to be, uh, yeah. Well, that the fact the that they're the, the fact that they're the whole both... movie, you're assuming that the blonde girl oh. is the sister because she looks a little oh. bit like Ursula. They're both blonde women, yeah. And you assume right. that the little uh, Hispanic girl, you assume she's going to be the servant girl, which is of course racist. And so then we this, find out at the end, this racist movie made us watching it, yes, more, more racist, racist because yeah. it made us interesting. We're and finally... also the colonel, because he was also taken in by that. He thinks he let her down by, well, I your guess... sister didn't make it. I guess I was a racist all along. Oh, like, oh no one cares about Abigail. And, and the little girl does say, Abigail tried to protect me. She was very brave and all that nonsense. And... So that is, that is confusing because the subtitles did refer to her as sister. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. you guys yeah. need to stop oh reading. Oh my this. god! Yeah, <laughs> the subtitles well, are screwing us up, Lisbon. <laughs> what, what's that? I said the the subtitles are apparently screwing us up now. Apparently, <laughs> Jesus. God damn! They it. did not help you in this case. God it damn! Made it made it worse. Like I don't it actively know, man. made it worse. I oh, did not Jesus. understand that there was a twist because that's the, subtitles the twist. Were... The twist oh was god. there wasn't a twist, or there was. I don't know. The, there, it, the no, different, there the wrong girl was the yeah. was this. You oh. you are supposed to actually this go. Oh, movie, twisted up. Sister, the sister died, Boy. but at least the servant girl's okay. This and then we find out. No, no, the what we you thought was the servant girl I was the sister. I take back everything. What an amazing movie. This is I just <laughs> filled with twists and turns. You don't and the whole thing, as you guys know, is that she had said, "Oh, I got this poison from our uh, from Maria." Yeah, who was is uh, her stepmom. The, yeah, and then we find yeah. out that Maria was yeah. actually her stepmom, was a servant, mm -hmm. became stepmom, and that's why her sister looks totally unlike her, yes. is that she's her half-sister. So uh, anyway, everybody's dead now. They've saved the sister. Uh, yeah. And yeah, the little girl is the sister, and uh, Maid's dead, and then... Um, this is totally shoehorned in. There's there's no bond that I mean, yeah. yeah, he saved the day and Ursula's grateful, but then she's like, you know, our home is very big. Yeah. And now that our dad is dead, there's so much room in there. Maybe you wanna come in. You don't have a place to stay. Don't this, you want to join us, Colonel? This and he's exchange like, is yeah. beat for beat exactly the same as the end of Death Wish. Or uh, Death, Death Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, Renee Perez only has one in it. <laughs> Like it's the exact same, and he always is like, "No, I can't. Maybe someday." But it's but always. I, I love the fact that it's always an attractive young woman inviting a craggy-faced cigar store Indian to uh, a wooden statue of a man. It's always like, "I'm kind of attracted to you. Don't you want to join me in peace?" Not no, they my, seen my boobs. Remember when yeah, you made me take my, off my career shirt? of of carnage must continue and i am a loner so no thank yeah. you i'm a loner a rebel 
Uh, yeah, that's all I could think. And he keeps calling her Dottie. Yeah, I'm a loner, Dottie. A rebel. Uh, that's all I could think about here. And then and, we get... we. Uh, so they write off. But he, says, he does say, maybe someday. Maybe someday. But first, I gotta go take care of the wraparound storyline. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, were we all waiting for this? I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I forgot it happened. Yeah, same thing. Because, yeah, we cut back to long-bearded outlaw from the start of the movie who's now taken up residence in a different town, I guess, or something. I don't know. Yeah, who cares? But there's Bronzy. <laughs> Suddenly, it's the end of Blade. Does anybody remember the end of Blade? No. I don't. There is a guy who... Oh, actually, I think it's... No, it's Blade... Well, I don't remember which one it is. Anyway, one of the vampires from the beginning of the movie got away, and at the very end of the movie, Blade is there waiting for uh, him. Ah, catches up. Okay. Yeah. And it's very mm -hmm. cool. Because all of a sudden, he's like in Bucharest or whatever, and it's snowing, you know. And, and it's he's like, like, you thought you got away from yeah. me. Well, you didn't. Bang, you're dead. Which is cool, uh, because it's Wesley Snipes, and he has a sword, and that movie's awesome. Yep. This movie is yeah. terrible, and this isn't exciting in the least. But this is the first time in this Jeez, spaghetti... John, judgy much? God. <laughs> in, this, in this spaghetti western knock that he actually tries to do a Leone-esque standoff here. Yep. He tries. And it's, it's bad Jeez. because he doesn't understand the gravitas or pacing or drama inherent in the way Leone filmed those sequences. Yeah, right. I like how a lot of those sequences, you see the hand slowly creeping towards the gun. Mm -hmm. But in this, he's like, he grabs a rag and like literally That's, wipes down that, his pistol. That is my favorite part of it. I, I, I did, <laughs> as I was watching that last night, I went, well, I've, I've never seen that before. Uh, well, they, they, they focus on that yellow piece of cloth to where I was yeah. thinking for half a second, I was like, does that have significance? Did he pull that <laughs> off the woman at the beginning? Is I that thought, tie -in? I thought the twist was going to be he was going to throw that out like a flag of surrender. And he was uh, like, "Don't kill me." No, uh, he no, he just he, he just polishes the. He's like, "Oh, handle was a little dirty there." Yeah, it's super weird. Anyway, Bronze don't worry, the colonel him. takes it, care it of it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No. And then I don't let the bad guys win or leave or leave. live, depending or live. on it my accent. I like the fact that you guys, like with your subtitles, are like going, "Yeah, okay." I'm sure that what he said was, "I don't let the bad guys." Uh, a win or leave. I mean, based well, on the lines that were delivered. Yeah, I don't know, man. The the, the the letter go not or whatever. After that, yeah, sure. I mean, anything, yeah, they, yeah. He could anybody could say anything in this movie. Yeah, good lord. Yeah, I don't yeah. let the bad guys win or cash checks at the checkout. Yeah, but I do I let them let... pass go and yes. collect two hundred dollars. Mm. <laughs> Those I are the rules. have this Those are idea the for the board game. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you the rules. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so ends Once Upon a Time in Deadwood. Oh, and what a time it was. Mm. No, it's It terrible. doesn't oh, the, earn that title. I, I thought with that title, they, you know, again, I know he's just like Once Upon a Time in the West, and I'm gonna do a Deadwood yeah. tie-in, yeah. and there you go. I've really stacked the deck. But I <laughs> thought with that title, and and for half a second with me thinking, oh, she's doing witchcraft. I thought he might be doing kind of like a quasi fairy taleish, but there's you know, no, no, he did not. I like the idea. I thought maybe Brent he was gonna referring set to this movie up. though 
as yeah. sort of a western fairy tale. That would have been great if he had actually. Yeah. 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 But uh, he he didn't do any of that. No, instead. It's I don't just know another, why I'm surprised. It's another piece <laughs> of shit from this guy. It's uh, another piece of shit, which sure. I don't think I need to see another Rene Perot. No, that's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, I think we've. with At least the, take a break. The similarities yeah. oh, between sure. this and Death Kiss, I thought, okay, I think we get it now. Call me in 2023. We, we, <laughs> I think <laughs> we've all see, we've now seen all of his movies yeah. by default. Basically, yeah. yeah. We will watch more Bronzy, but we're going to do Bronzy with other directors. So It it's, would be interesting to see how he is uh, molded and yeah. sculpted by other hands. Uh <laughs> I, I think I think Brandon Chipped away, really. Yeah, I think, think he's still it. gonna look like Bronson is the answer to that, uh, Brandon. Uh, yeah. yeah, But it is sort of interesting. It seems like the stuff he's doing later is less on the nose, Bronson. Like this is once upon a time in the West. We did Death Wish. It does seem like now it will just be other action movies, but not well because Renee specifically Perez has types. no imagination whatsoever, and yeah. therefore can't create anything. Fully love original. to see him start like uh well i may as well embrace all of bronson he starts doing some of the he, you know, like the romantic comedy stuff like from noon till three mm-hmm. he starts like this is going to be my a uh, romantic comedy yeah. like chuck did uh, yes. this is good yeah you like well, he was a nice lady i, I do I would see, love uh, to see him in a romantic comedy i uh, tell jokes it's very romantic it's good i do <laughs> see that that uh, mr bronzy makes a lot of convention appearances so god i hope there he comes know. here and we can get a chance Ooh. to interview him on i would show. love yes that would be so i great. know wouldn't that That'd be great be if he came to one of our conventions listeners we actually got to meet him uh yeah yeah do you think he would like to talk to people who've mocked him this hardcore he's never gonna know he's never gonna listen to this show no uh, i, well, I always say that about anybody we try to get on here they're never gonna actually listen to the show i don't unless think. Yeah. he's a, one of those guys who googles himself constantly and if you know what i mean <laughs> um so it's possible he's like going well, no oh, you've a, cut a me googling myself me. again um <laughs> yeah so like we said they don't understand the subtleties of my work uh like I said, there is nothing worth describing as best kill in this thing. There are no, nope. there's not an interesting kill in the bunch here. Uh, nope. But Lisman, because you wrote it down and I didn't, uh, will you uh, give me oh, that yes. line once again One so I can time. actually enter it uh, into the into the official nominations for the shelfies? <clears throat> All right, bring them to me now, and I'll let you live. Yeah, bring them to me not. <laughs> <laughs> And you die right here, right now. <laughs> Bring them to me not should be a, a, a t-shirt for you guys. Uh, so Bring them to me not. Action shelf. <laughs> I mean, that's the worst one we've ever had for a one-liner, I think. I think, I think so. I think it might be the worst one-liner. It's just nonsense. It might win for, for this year. <laughs> it might, it might like, I think it might win the shelfie for I think it's one-liner. the front-runner. And this one, yeah. is, this movie's a front-runner for worst movie of the year, yet it could also take the <laughs> well, best one-liner. It's well, so boring. I mean, it would have to beat Simon Says. Well, so. Simon Says was pretty bad, yeah. Dennis Rodman, <laughs> Dane Cook buddy comedy wow was, wow that that yeah. was that was unwatchable uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is weird because you would assume that would be awesome chemistry oh god uh 
I mean, Dane Cook is definitely the front runner for worst performance, uh, Shelfie. That so, is very true. I don't, yes. I, I don't and, think, I, and I think no one's going to yeah. come close to how bad he is in that movie. Uh, nope. We don't even need to put anybody else in that category, honestly. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that that might be uh, he, he has no competition. Uh, yeah. Bring them to me not, though. Oh, God. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, well, uh, let's check in with some uh, Amazon, or uh, not Amazon, IMDb reviewers, who maybe yes. have some different thoughts on this movie. You know it's always my mission to find the strangest IMDb user reviews, and I found two this week. One is short, one's a little longer, uh, so I'll, I'll read both of them here. Uh, I'll start with the longer one, because the, the shorter one is funnier. This one attempts to be a real review, except I just don't understand. Anyway, here we go. Uh, this is called, uh, this is from IMDb user uh, Shaggy7977, uh, and uh, it is titled, Rene Perez Does Justice to Westerns. Writer-director Rene Perez brings us Once Upon a Time in Deadwood, the explosive new revenge western feature starring Robert Bronzy of the recent hit Death Kiss. Recent, recent hit. hit. I don't know what defines a hit uh, with a Rene Well, Perez he may movie. mean hit as in like assassination attempt. <laughs> and Michael Pere of Streets of Fire. Robert Bronzy has been poisoned as three days to retrieve the antidote. The twist is he has the task of rescuing his kidnapped sister who has the antidote. Just wrong on a lot of that. His uh, kidnapped that's sister. That's what it yep. says. Uh, Bronzy is the tough guy. Uh, the tough guy of Lil. That's I uh, L L or L I L Lil Words, gunslinger and legendary actor mm, Michael Pere is the villain. The movie is a salute to Charles Bronson. A little trivia: some shots, uh, some scenes were shot at Western Leone. Don't know where that is. Uh, let's see. The movie's retro look made you believe it was actually Charles Bronson. Bronzy is not imitating; he is Bronson. He is an awesome actor with incredible screen presence, and from the first time I saw him in Death Kiss, I wanted more. The camera work and music just adds more to an already fun film. I'm a big fan of westerns, but even if you're not, this is such a fun time, you will be wanting more even when the credits roll. I hope for a sequel, and glad filmmakers take their time to make truly cinematic masterpieces like this to entertain the fans of this genre. So much detail and dedication went into this. Along with supporting cast, this is a solid movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. It just says, along with supporting cast, this is a solid movie. No comment about the supporting cast. It just has one. Uh, it has one. Yeah. There are other actors besides Bronzy. This, uh, this is a solid film and definitely worth the rental or purchase. Signed, Renee's mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This makes me feel like this person watched a different movie because <laughs> it seems like I mean obviously the, the details are there but like yeah how do you see any value in this <laughs> or or this person was half watching it and then would look up and go oh that's awesome <laughs> but I love the fact he said or they're saying um, the retro look makes yeah. you believe this actually is a Bronson film like retro look this thing it looks could so could not modern. be more digitally shot than than it's it, it's so there's modern nothing retro about in it. the most negative manner yeah it's it's incredibly negative Ugh. uh anyway uh here's here here comes the other review though uh, <laughs> here it comes uh, this comes yourself, from body and mind from uh doc lino 
mm-hmm. and uh, the review is titled Underrated Gem. <laughs> and it simply says, this film is superior to Godfather 1 and 2, the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, apparently it could have stopped there for Lisman. <laughs> this, this film is superior to Godfather 1 and 2, The Shawshank Redemption, Citizen Kane, and get ready for this, and Kickboxer 5. <laughs> okay, that's a funny review. That's that's a knowingly... That's a knowing... I don't understand so many bad be. reviews, it says. Uh, and that's 10 out of 10. Both of them were 10 out of 10 stars. That's got to be yeah. intentionally funny, right? Yes, it has. I, 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 that's I, I, that's so good. Five, really. Citizen Kane and Kickboxer 5 in the same <laughs> review. And yes, we have not done any of the Kickboxer movies, but we will get to them. We, we have promised. So uh, someday we'll get Have you done them. American Ninja? Uh, that is upcoming. That was a future episode. Okay. We're getting to... Well, I mean, the whole series. Uh, well, we're, we're doing the first American Ninja soon on the show. Okay. So, uh, we'll right. get to it. Uh, okay. But you know, it wouldn't be an episode of the Action Show if we didn't check in with our old friend from Amazon.com. Yes, it's time for another installment of The Winning Opinion. Nice. Yes, it's time to check in with Bruce Winning. Now, Bruce Winning did not watch this movie. However, the review I did pull may explain why he didn't watch this movie. He doesn't mm-hmm. have YouTube? <laughs> uh, this is a review of the, of the 1950 Audie Murphy Western, Kansas Raiders. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is Bruce's review. It's titled, I might watch this Western at a later time. I am reviewing this because it was on my recommended list, and I want to remember that I didn't watch it because it is a Western. I thought that it was interesting that the year was the year I was born. It had been a long time since I watched a movie in Technicolor. Three out of five stars. So wait, (laughs) the year this movie came out was the year he was born. So Bruce was born in 1950, we've discovered. 1950. Okay, we're learning facts about him. We're we're learning more facts. But I did say, I want to remember I didn't watch it because it is a Western. Now, one of the things I looked for was, did he review any? This is the only Western reviews. So Bruce, not a Western guy, is is, uh, is why he may have ignored. Doesn't like sci-fi. Doesn't like sci-fi, doesn't like Western, doesn't like horror either. That's true, yeah. Um, but did enjoy, what was it? The physical attacks of American Psycho? What was the thing we were concerned about? The thing he said? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He liked the, I don't re- even remember. It was something along that line. He liked the, the physical the, assault or something like the physical that. Physical violence, uh, and like done in this film. Yeah. Which is, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we didn't particularly care for this movie. So let's pull out our handy dandy patented action movie title generator. Fire it up here. As we've talked about, it it is uh, gas powered. Uh, so rig it again. We pull the we pull the cord on it. And uh, I'm gonna say this time, guys, that one reviewer wanted a sequel to this movie. So whatever this title is, this is the next adventure of Robert Bronzy as the Colonel. Excellent. Oh, this wow. is the Colonel's okay. return in a movie titled. Hold on, here it comes. It's almost here. Battle Man, of Blood. What Battle is it? Of Blood. Robert Battle Bronzy of Blood. is the colonel in Battle of Blood. Okay, gotcha. okay. Now, is this I, like a Civil War thing? I, I, I think, I think, I think this is him fighting someone who is his enemy from the Civil War. So we get both. Oh, yeah. I like that. We get, we oh. get the war flashbacks. Oh, 
it'll have to be, you know, because Civil War, it'll have to actually be his brother who fought on the other oh. side, whatever side that was. Oh. Right? Ooh, so, and he thought if the brother had died in the war, didn't. So now they come upon each other, and even though the war is over, they've got to settle this. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, brother versus brother. Yeah, hence the battle of blood, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah this yeah, is yeah. very good. Oh, I who do we it. get to play his brother? That's the big question I was thinking. Who plays the brother who else looks like charles bronson well <laughs> no one oh no 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 it's just him it's, it's split just, screen oh it's, it's, just, dual, it's his twin it's, a dual it's his fucking twin oh, that's two bronze robert double the bronzy it's double the bronzy double the blood that's right the cover yeah. says robert bronzy that's the subtitle robert double the bullets. what was it oh, what's the subtitle what's double, the tech- double double the bronzy double the blood yeah, there the it blood. is Robert Bronzy and Robert Bronzy in yes! Battle of Blood. Oh, one of them has a mustache yeah. and one doesn't. A Rene Perez joint. <laughs> oh, this is good. Man, Very I want to see this now. Come on, Perez. We just served Damn. it up to you right there. Uh, so. And they've both married women that look exactly the same. So twins. <laughs> so you get one actress who does two nudes. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, with one husband, one with the other, both yeah. Bronzy. Mm-hmm. Damn. Wow. I think we've just solved it. We've uh solved it. all right. Well, uh yeah, we we wrapped up another bronzy vehicle. Now we thought for the fun of it, uh, Lisman, when we were putting our calendar together, we thought we've actually with this now our second bronzy movie, that means we've done more bronzy movies than Bronson films. So we thought right. we gotta, let's follow we up Bronzy with Bronson. So next oh, week gotta. on the show, we are taking yes. in a Bronson canon classic. It is Bronson in Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law from the canon Murphy's film Law group. sounds like a, a USA Network-like uh, <laughs> law procedure. It kind of you know does. Yeah. 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 Uh, this, is, uh, this comes to us from the canon film group. And legendary director and frequent Charles Bronson... Uh, collaborator Jay Lee Thompson is at the helm of this thing, and uh, Lisman, as always, I will ask: Would you like the t- uh, the tagline for this movie? Yeah, he's a cop, she's a thief. Together, they're running for their lives. Ooh. Okay, man. I mean, I mean we, we get a lot of pretty it, lame man. taglines, but that's that's pretty good. Hey, man. I mean, we always talk about we when when we take on a canon movie. There's a there's a level of quality there. There's a level that, of entertainment we're going to get from yeah. watching it, I think. Yeah, yeah there is sure. There is. Well, something... generally, I'd say canon is fun trash. Exactly. Yeah. But yes. th- there, it, it's fun trash that is at least attempting to add some filmmaking. You know I mean? Like, they do have real directors. They are real movies, especially coming off of something like a Rene Perez movie. The canon films yeah. will seem very legitimate in that sense. Uh, Again, yeah. Ninja 3, The Domination, is I would watch that 85 times before yeah. I'd ever watch this movie we again. Always, <laughs> we always do love a canon movie on this show. So, yes, it yes. is Bronson and Murphy's Law next week. And the poster does just declare, Bronson, Murphy's Law. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll take that in uh, next week on the show. Brendan, thank you, as always, continuing uh. to be our most frequent guest on this show. You are a brave <laughs> man, sir. Uh, yeah, I've, I've taken a few punches for you guys, <laughs> but generally speaking, I always have a good time and, um, and no, no spoilers, but I'm very excited about the next one I'll be doing with yes, you. Yes. Yes. You'll be back for spooktober on the show. That's for sure. So, 
Uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that come October. But uh, that is going to do it for this week's episode of The Action Shelf. I'm John Campbell. I'm Michael Lisman. Till next week, get yourself some action. The Action Shelf. The Action Shelf is part of the Panel Up Podcast Network. Remember to follow us on social media. We're at Action Shelf Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us at actionshelfpod at gmail.com. Of course, you can also support the entire network by heading over to patreon.com slash panel up to get cool, exclusive bonus content. The Action Shelf.